Another week. Another talking dirty. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. It's Wednesday. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. This week we have for you oh. uh, our great friend Peter joins us and gives us his playoff picks for the MLB. Oh. <laughs> and then we got in the NHL. Ryan has his fantasy draft, so it's a little bit stressful right now. But, uh, we're going to give him some good players. I, for real quick, PSA, I hate Matt Stalter. Continue. <laughs> then uh, over in the NBA, we have the GM survey. So we'll get some like uh, preseason action going there. Then the NFL, we have the Week 4 recap, injuries, headlines. Uh, the Jaguars are under 500. So Urban Meyer's digging for wins any way he can. <laughs> Segments are back. We'll let you know which ones. Some new ones, some old ones. Then Week 5 pickums. And over for pop culture, we got movies, uh, a review for Venom 2 and The Many Saints of Newark. Then in TV, we got the new What If finale episode and a trailer for The House of Dragon. And then, of course, your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Koozie, seven bucks. Let's go. Seven. Doll hairs. Let's go. Guys, I can give you the Yelp review on those koozies. I've had one for a year. Tremendous. Every time I use it. It, uh, it does what koozies do. So get a koozie. Cold koozies. beer, warm hands. Can't lose. <laughs> Can't lose with the coos. Ryan, how you doing, man? Uh, not bad, dude. Meter, how you doing, man? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited <laughs> to get into this. Of course, man. Glad to have you on again. Okay, how you doing? Um, doing all right, dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, if you can't tell, Meter's here. Uh, Meter is going to be with us in a segment from now to do MLB. However, he's just going to be third Michael episode. Screw it. Yeah. I mean, I don't got anywhere to be. We got the Dodgers and Cardinals starting in about 10 minutes here. So, I mean, we're going to see very soon if uh, my takes are right or if I'm completely full of shit. This is this is basically a over, like, over, I don't know, say over glorified. This is basically just like three dudes just chilling, watching baseball, and like have summer preparation for sports talk. That's it. A little bit. I mean, I'm no Jeff Passan, but. I, I don't understand that reference. Not a baseball guy. Not a baseball guy. Not a baseball He's guy. He's the man. <laughs> but, all right. Let's uh, get kicked off here. We're going to lead off with uh, the MLB. No. Nah, we're not. Meters are for MLB. We're going to do hockey and basketball first, silly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the NHL. <laughs> all right. The news for the NHL. There is no news for the NHL. Yeah. Um, I am currently in the mobile fantasy draft. We have... Uh, four picks remaining. Yeah, how are we doing? Uh, no, four picks remaining until my turn. Sorry. What's the squad? Um, squad's looking right right now. Johnny Gaudreau, uh, M. Barzell from the Islanders, Palat from the Lightning, Kucherov is my first overall pick, Fox, Ekblad, and Lanier. Okay, okay. I don't know if I count any of those correctly. Probably not, but it's all right. We, we accept. Yeah, all right. But anyways, uh, yeah, so hockey's going to start next week. Uh, Eichel, Saber is still going at it with their little battles there. But there's not really any big news besides, like, predictions and shit. Um, so, with that being said, I'm going to get right in the NBA. Because screw it, right? Yeah. yeah. Screw it. Do it we'll do MLB with Meter. Um, 
All right. Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. Who's, who's, that's, who's uh, that? that's Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week on uh, the social media, I ran a poll, and the question was, quote, would you take Ben Simmons on your team? 42% said yes. 58% said no. So the people have spoken. No ben one... Simmons has a lot of burner accounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why you're obsessed with Dirty Sports. Uh, but speaking of Ben Simmons, he put his place up for sale. So, yeah, was it like thirteen mil or something like that? Three point one. Yeah, three point one. Yeah, it's just like it's just like an apartment. Yeah, it's like some luxury penthouse or something. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um. Oh, boys, do I go? Do I go? The uh, the goalie for the the Kraken or Malkin, who's going to be out for like a couple months. Uh, I think the goalie for the Kraken. I'm with him. I'm gonna do it. Philip Grubauer. Grubauer. Yeah, yeah. Going Grubauer. I need. I need some cracking guys on my team. All right. Yeah. Who cares about Ben Simmons? Moving on. Um. Actually, sorry. This is still about Ben Simmons. Teams like the Raptors, Timberwolves, Spurs, Pistons, Cavs, and Pacers are apparently still interested in Ben Simmons. But the Sixers are not interested in their asking prices. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They're the the Sixers are like all right five first round picks it's like but he sold his apartment he doesn't want to be here like, I'm on, I'm give you five first round picks that's just ridiculous still um, but seriously no more Ben Simmons talk now instead we're gonna get into Kyrie Irving talk oh boy right. uh, so the Nets came out and said they're basically straight up not confident that Kyrie's ever gonna get the vax they they're like they know he's never gonna do it so they're preparing to not have him on the team like they first I saw reports saying they're prepared to like have uh not have them for like half the games mm-hmm. but like i think now they're just straight up like fuck we gotta get ready for like no, might just trade them or like something like that you know damn i think katie's gonna have a fit though he was racing now whenever they were talking about that before yeah but that was about ben simmons yeah I mean, the, the, the man didn't want to bum ben simmons on his team apparently i don't know if you ever heard that the nets were gonna try to jump in the ben simmons sweepstakes by sending Kyrie over Wow. For in a package for Ben Simmons and KD basically just kicked the door in at the GM's office like get the fuck out of here you're, you're not giving up Kyrie for Ben Simmons I, I mean honestly though like if I'm the Nets I'd be fine with that get a nice now, defensive piece yeah. you, know, you know a system where you nor- normally struggle yo now that yeah. there's the Vax guidelines coming out then that's perfect yeah, yeah that's it's perfect. like not a bad move yeah the fact that Kyrie Irving could only play 38 games this season mm-hmm. if you know, he stays with the Brooklyn Nets and, you know, no other stadiums yet other than um, other than the Oracle or whatever they call the place the Warriors play now. It's not the Oracle anymore, but it's something. Yeah. It's, it's something, but, like, yeah, they have the vaccine restriction and so does the Barclays. And I was actually at the Barclays in May for uh, Celtics-Nets game two, and that they are hardcore with that vaccination stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, them... The Knicks, the Warriors, yeah, that takes them out of it takes them out forty four games. Yeah, so exactly. like it, like yeah, if you can get Ben Simmons for eighty two games instead of Kyrie for thirty eight games, then and it's like you won't have to shoot on the team either. Like James Harden, Katie, they can just shoot the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just plays even though Marcus Aldridge has a sick jumper yeah. for a he, big guy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, and the Kyrie talk meter as a fan of uh, the Celtics. Any thoughts with Kyrie? I mean, as a fan of as a fan of the Celtics, this uh, this implosion with Kyrie is hilarious. First off, he is just always a gem. He always has some 
interesting opinion to insert, um, whether it's the flat earth stuff or, <laughs> I mean, now the vaccine stuff. Um, yeah, very interesting guy with the platform. Absolutely. <laughs> God, I hate Kyrie so much, man. <laughs> I can't take the guy. Yeah, admittedly not huge on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who are you drafting now? Uh, no, I haven't got a while. Okay. Um. All right, next up. Uh, Anthony Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins. That's Anthony Wiggins, yeah. As his cousin. Andrew Wiggins was one of those people like Kyrie who wasn't going to get the vax, had to miss some games. Yeah. However, he broke down and got it. He basically said, yeah, I mean, league, I have to get to play in the NBA, I'm just going to get it. Like, yeah, yeah. The league denies, the league yeah. like, a religious exemption, so. Yeah, so, like, he's, he's just basically, I know I should be having a stance here. Yeah. But, um. He had to fold at that point. Yeah. Or what, whatever, however much his contract is. Yeah, so sounds probably ridiculous for Anthony Wiggins. And I mean, with with the uh, with the Warriors restrictions too, um, that's a similar situation where like mm-hmm. he's missing out on so much money if he doesn't get vaccinated. Like, yeah, like whatever reservations you may have about the vaccine. Like, if someone told me for fifteen million dollars to get jabbed with something, I couldn't like. Just they don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. For fifteen mil. Probably taking it. Probably yeah. taking it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, I think. I think we talked about it last week or week before. Yeah, we're just. Yeah, he's literally missing on fifteen mil. Like for yeah. Andrew Wiggins, that's huge. Kyrie, maybe not so much, but Andrew Wiggins, he's he's kind of a bomb. He yeah, underperformed. I mean, like, he's a first overall pick. He should be getting a lot more. Fifteen he, million he is nothing to put down. Flashes in the pan. I mean, he's a really good role player, but he's yeah. not first overall pick. No. Really. no. Um, all right, moving things along here. Carmelo Anthony said he isn't interested in retirement, but he also isn't going to pull Brady and play until quote play quote play until I'm fifty. How much longer do you see Carmelo Anthony legit playing? Depends on when the Lakers win a ring. Yeah, if they win a ring this year, it's probably it. Yeah, I, absolutely. That's that's the only thing left in the league he really has to accomplish. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say max two years. I I was going to say two years. Yeah, I was going to say I can see him playing this season and the next season. That's it. Yeah, um, but if they win this year, then he's going to retire. Yeah. Yeah. But if they, like, you know, get to the finals and lose, and that, he'll, he'll come back another year, I'm thinking. Yeah. Revenge tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carmelo's revenge tour. <laughs> um, all right. Jimmy Butler announced on Friday that he will be officially launching Big Face Coffee Co. Nice. In partnership with uh, Shopify. <laughs> Big Face Coffee Big Face Coffee Co.? Like, he's making his own coffee? Yeah, but do you remember from the bubble, like, he used to sell, like, cups of coffee outside of his room? Yeah. It was a whole joke. In the bubble, he would have, um, for his teammates, he'd have, like, a whiteboard every morning. It'd be, like, it had his own little makeshift coffee, like, stand. Mm-hmm. And, like, and Goran Drogdrick would come try to get a cup of coffee. He'd be like, all right, that's, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> and, like, and, like, like, he was, like, <laughs> it was, like, really funny. Like, it was a whole viral story. Like, he was bored in the bubble and just made up, like, a coffee shop. Yeah. And it was, like, talked about all the time during that playoff run. I can't well, wait yeah. for that 30 for 30 on the bubble. I know. Oh, I can't oh, wait. That's, that's good. good. <laughs> that's going to be so good. But, no. Yeah, no, that, so, basically, he's taking the, his idea from the bubble and making it a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is sick as guys' team that uh, yeah, the championship won, team. one championship team. Yeah, the experimental league. Does it say it on there anywhere? Yeah, it's on the right hand side. Yeah, you can. It's not heavy. Wait, so. Yeah, big face coffee. Co. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his team name. I love it. Um, no, yeah. So I thought that'd be funny. <laughs> one to bring up. 
Uh, Steve Kerr will replace Popovich as Team USA's coach. Most likely, not official, mm-hmm. but Pop is like, all right, guys, give it to Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. That's fair. Yeah. Good pick, good pick. It's, that's kind of like, all right, everyone kind of saw it coming. Yeah. That, that He's been, like, assistant on that team for a couple, like, FIBA years. Yeah, it's uh, Pau Gasol retires officially from basketball after 18 seasons in the NBA, won overseas. Uh, he played for the Grizzlies, the Lakers, the Bulls, the Spurs, and one team he had signed with but never played a game for. Who was it? Um, His last team. He, he got signed in the offseason, and he did not play a single game for him because of injury. But then he went back he to Barcelona. He got signed to... Western Conference team. There we go. I'll give you that hint. Portland. Yes. Ooh, yes. I thought I remember one, one time meter comes on and he gets a trivia question and the guy does it. All right, dude. And his is harder than any one that you ever got. And, all right, <laughs> I literally hey, hey, on the table, you did not say trivia, so it's not dubbed as trivia. That was just a... All right. Simple, <laughs> That's yeah, fine. Well, so meter's here, too, so it doesn't officially get towards your record. So yeah. you're not going to get, like, half credit for him getting it because it's... Yeah, that's fine. Year. I'm not saying. I, yeah, I'm not saying what it got. Then you would have half credit total if you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, the last thing I have before we move on to the MLB segment with Meter is the 2021-22 GM survey has been released. For those of you who know what the GM survey is, it's basically the league sends like a questionnaire out to all the GMs, like who's going to win the East, who's going to win the West, who's going to win MVP, all that shit. There's like a weird bond of questions here. Um, GM sent it back and they get some stats and basically you get an idea. It's like a, kind of like a preseason like rankings of, from the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go through each question. I want you guys to pick one person each. Okay. And I'll tell you what the GM said. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Lay it on me. So the first one is which team will win the NBA Finals? Uh, they have, yeah, yeah, those three. There's three of them, but, but who's like the top one? Nets. Um, Lakers. Yeah, well, that's fine because they're both one and two. So oh, wow. Nets, uh, 72% of the GM said the Nets. 17 yeah. said the Lakers. 10 said the Bucks. I mean, you got to think. They would have gone, gone, gone last year had not been of injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like this Lakers team is the newest sequel to the Expendables now that like people <laughs> can't use Mel Gibson anymore. Last <laughs> <laughs> uh, year, the Lakers won that. Moving on. GM survey. I'm not going to do these two because you already know because it's the last question. But the GMs picked the Nets to win the East. Uh, the next percentage was the Milwaukee Bucks. 17% said Milwaukee's going to win the East. Um, the standings would be, for according to the GMs, Brooklyn 1, Milwaukee 2, Miami 3, Philly 4, Atlanta 5, Boston 6, Indiana 7. Knicks 8. No. Um, yeah. Then for him, same from the West, they had the Lakers 1. Uh, Utah two, Phoenix three. All three of them had percentages. They'll get win the West. Um, one second, sorry, I'm up. What are we going for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Flurry. No, he's gone. Who has the Blackwood? Nedeljkovic. I know. I might go Blackwood and make my name something to Blackwood. Just make it that big. Just make it that mean. I should. Okay. I mean, I'm going to. Just too. make it your team named Blackwood. Blackwood Coffee <laughs> Company. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, yeah. Okay, I did the West. Next, uh, GM's pick for the MVP. These percentages are pretty close for one and two. Who would you vote MVP preseason? God. You um, too. 
You can think. But who won it last year again? Uh, Joker. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'll say Luca. Luca. Just for the sake of saying someone other than Luca, I'm probably gonna go Giannis. Okay. Um, so the GMs voted Kevin Durant number one, thirty-seven percent. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, Luca saying. number two, thirty-three percent. Wow. Yeah. yeah, then Giannis say, 13, Joel 7, Harden 7, Curry 3. Kevin Durant won't play the full season anyway. Yeah, so. I'll make sure that they yeah. All right, this, one is, this one's an easy question, so I'm going to skip this one. It's If you were starting a franchise today and sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? Luka. Everyone said Luka. Yeah. Like a 50% said Luka. Um, the next Alex one would be, <laughs> which player, this is a very cool question, which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? Ooh. That's, a, that's why I love the survey. It has a question. Like, um, this is a loyalist answer for me. I'm going Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking hate you. <laughs> was I wrong? You're very um, wrong. Oh, um, shit. All right. No, I'm mean, not even in the top six. Ah, well. Giannis? Uh, he's number five. Steph Curry. Steph Curry's number yeah. one. Yeah, Steph Curry. Oh, I, what I meant was, like, adjust their offense for the defense. Yeah, no, no. I fucked up. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to skip that one. It's a bunch of young people. <laughs> Best point guard in the NBA. Steph Curry. Yeah, 57%. Best shooting guard. Bradley um, Beal. No, not James Harden. Yes, sir. Small forward. <coughs> um, LeBron. Kawhi. He's number two. Kawhi? No, he's number three. Jimmy? No. No, lost his list. KD. KD. Uh, I thought he's power. Yeah. No, I power he's... forward. KD is the third option here. So Giannis probably. It's Giannis number yeah. one. And then center is indeed. No, Joker. Yeah. Ah, well, All right. Sure. Uh, which team this offseason made the best overall moves? So I'm only going to do a couple more. Yeah. I, I don't even know many of the offseason moves. Uh, no answer is. Uh, I don't know. Lay it on me. Yeah. Let's. let's, let's uh, I, I just want to say Sixers. Yeah, the Heat. That's what I'm going to okay. The, the Heat. Yeah, I want to say Sixers because it would be hilarious. No, the Heat. And then with that being said, uh, which one player has. Uh, who was acquired this offseason? Going to make the biggest impact. Everyone voted Bruno yeah. Fernando. Seventy-seven percent of the gems voted Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yeah. Um, then the last one I'm gonna do is coach. Um, I need to find the results real quick. Coach of the year. Yeah, it's who's gonna be like the who's like the what is it? I'm, Here it is. Who is the best head coach in the NBA? Oh, who's the best head coach? Who's the best head coach in the NBA going into the season? Voted by GMs. Or like, are we talking coach of the year preseason? Pick? No, who's saying who's the best coach? Oh, Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Fifty-five percent of the GMs voted Eric Spolstra is the best home coach. That's good. All right, that's all I got for the NBA. Let's move on to MLB. All right, and finally, let's get to some MLB news. Yes, sir. Leading That's off, so the Mets are not going to be re-signing Luis Rojas as a manager. Well, I mean, yeah. you got to try something. Um, they're they're definitely going to try to make some splashes in free agency. Uh, might want to bring in a new guy. Um, what direction they go with that, I don't quite know. It's hard to speculate. Who's the next manager up? But um, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what the Mets do this year. Yeah, the Mets are a big disappointment this season. So uh, honestly, any moves good move. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Next up, the Padres fire manager J.C. Tingler. 
<laughs> yeah, get the get him the fuck out of here. He <laughs> lost me twenty bucks. <laughs> All right, for, first off, hilarious name, um, JC Tingler. That's great. Um, set. Second of all, yeah, I don't know how you get all of those weapons and, you know, not at least be competitive in that division really past September. Now, mm. I could – now, I mean, it's hard It's it's hard to say they should have won it. I mean, for God's sakes, the Giants won 107 games and the Dodgers won 106. It's a tough division. But with all that star power – all that money you spent, like, you need to be in the playoffs to even think of that being anything near return on investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, as I said, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. He, Tingler's got to get the old heave-ho. Maybe he replaces Derek Shelton this year. I don't I don't, I don't. think the Pirates hey. will can Derek Shelton, but. 2025, hey. <laughs> yeah, what I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> hey, twenty-three-five will be. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, so we got the MLB draft order has been released. So uh, the number one pick is going to be the Orioles. Number two, the Diamondbacks. Number three, the Rangers. Number four, the Pirates. And number five, the Nationals. All, all I heard was number four, twenty-twenty-five. <laughs> all I heard was number four. 2024 all-star team member on the AL side because he's likely playing for the Yankees or the Red Sox, but... Yeah. Oh, it's my turn to draft. As the story goes. Who's on the board? Who's the options? Hey, don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, But, but, like, do the Pirates have the... uh, Like, do they have in the MLB, like, the NHL, where if you're, like, horrible, like the Sabres, they, like, kind of give you some extra picks and, like, extra coins in the basket? No, the MLB is not. Sorry, the MLB is not a lottery. Oh, it's not. No, no it's, it, it, it's like it's NFL. Better than those. Yeah. Three teams. Yeah. How? Uh, the, the Diamondbacks <laughs> lost 110 games. They can't even tank, right? No, we cannot. No, I mean they. Goddamn Jets. God, they took what two or three from the Reds to end it. Like just lose. Yeah. Fall, fall on the sword. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I can't stand the Pirates. <laughs> Um, so next up, uh, moving forward, Fernando Tatis does not want to play outfield. Uh, he signed a, he signed a shortstop, and he's going to get a shortstop. Quote from Tatis. Well, case in point, I respect that. I mean, yeah, he got paid a lot of money to play shortstop, not outfield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That being said, you know, maybe the outfield is something that the Padres would do well to invest in. I just think if you're the Padres right now in the situation, like, you know, Missing the playoffs and just like being an absolute stinker of a team when the hype is so big, you don't want to piss off some of your best players, right? You want to keep them happy and you want to like build around them still, like continue to do that because I don't think their problems with players necessarily. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about baseball, but I mean, I think if they fire the manager, maybe change head coach or change their uh, is it coach or is that their manager? Uh, like the, their manager is the head coach. Okay, so the, yeah, change their manager and see where it goes from there. Get some new names in. Uh, rotate like the role player people. Go from there. Keep pick, keep the big heads. Yeah, you know, there, there's good bats on that team. Um, they had some injuries throughout the year that um, certainly held them back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they have the tools there. It's just, you know, all the pieces need to come together just right. Um yeah. You know they could, they could uh, 
they would be well served this season to this off season to um, invest a little more, perhaps in relief pitching or in the more um, tertiary parts of a lot of the uh, starting rotation. They're three through five guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that they're right on the cusp of being like the big shit in not just the NL but the MLB. Mm-hmm. They just need to. They just need to put it all together. Just get their shit together. Um, I fucked up in the draft. What'd you do? What'd you do? Did you? We're like you a decent Jara? bit in. No, we're a decent bit in, and I forgot that I, I only have two defensemen. Wow, <laughs> there's four starting defensemen. Oh jeez, that's my roster is literally filled out. Then I looked up, I was like, trades. Yeah, I have two really good defensemen, and then like literally nothing else. Like my bench for my forwards are gonna be sick. Like my like everything's in the forwards gonna be sick, but and my goalies are sick. Yeah, but that's cake. That sucks. All right, uh, so. no defense. But that being said, I was very I was in panic mode doing that, so I didn't listen to a word you guys said about the Padres. <laughs> no, you're good. But all I know is they gotta get JC Tangler out of town. But, yeah, he <laughs> He was on the next train out of San Diego, which sucks because like I mean. San Diego, like, if you ask me, hey, name one MLB town you'd love to live in. San Diego for the win, dude. It's beautiful. I think it's considered, like, the best weather in the country. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, we got anything more on the... No, let's keep this rolling. We're... All right. We're a tangent city over here. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> so the Tigers are reportedly looking into Carlos Correa this offseason. Good. Good, yeah. Yeah. This, any disapproval? All right. No, I feel like Detroit will pay him some money because Crayer got his ring. He's gonna go fuck about that. Yeah, that's good. Was that just Josh Allen or Buffalo Wild Wings commercial? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even know like they got him for a sponsorship. That's sick. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, they could afford to like make better wings, but like their other food's good. Yeah. Um. So Joe West is retiring after this season. Okay. He's going east. Nothing. Hmm. All right, crickets. That's fair. All right. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> oh, brother, <laughs> this guy stinks. <laughs> Old SpongeBob is just elite. Anyway, oh, so, so <laughs> ending on MLB, we have our good friend Meter on, of course, and he's going to give us his playoff preview and predictions. So currently, we're watching the uh, Dodgers and Cardinals, and I think the Cardinals are up what one, one nothing. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, at the moment it is one nothing. How's everybody doing tonight? Um, today, when that, whatever day you're watching it, uh, watching. Hey, this brother is also. Oh, stinks. brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> but all right, so just to give a little breakdown of the seating right now, we have number one seed San Francisco Giants in the NL. 107 wins. They've been tearing it up all season long. Um, the Brewers. Number two, uh, number two seed, 95 and 67, decidedly win a god-awful division, which is the NL Central, home to the perpetual bottom feeders. How about them Buccas? 61 and 101 they were, but at last they are not in the playoffs. The Braves at 88 and 73. Their division was a little more of a dogfight this year. Hell, they played Philly the last three games of the year mm-hmm. to decide who was going to be here between them and Philly. Now they, they came up big. 
Um, they shut Bryce Harper down. He went 0 for 11 in that whole series. Yeah, so. Oh, that's horrible, man. So watch out for them. They're getting hot at the right time, though their record is not as impressive as a lot of others. Uh, the Dodgers, the four seed, uh, since they did not win their division, they still they only lost it by one game. They were 106 and 56, which is also unreal. Mm-hmm. That coming out of the same division. So I can see why the Padres road was so hard this year. And then number five, we have the, you know, the, the Cinderella story, the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I believe at the beginning of September, they had about a two and a half percent chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It might've even been lower than that, but they win 17 games in a row. Um, lose a couple, but still seven of their last 10, they win. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're ninety and seventy two, and right now they're actually beating the L.A. Dodgers one nothing in the second inning of the one game play in the wild card. Yeah, that would be wild if the Cardinals win. And I love a Cinderella story, but I, I just can't support the Cardinals. <laughs> I, the, uh, I'm pretty sure a couple years, I mean, a year now or so back, I did thought hated uh, sports franchises. The Cardinals are on my list. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I hate them. They're they're up there for me. They have some guys I really enjoyed watching over the course of my life, whether it was Polhos back in the day or Yachty or you name it. They, they've had some fun guys to watch. Wainwright, who's thrown pretty well so far. They're only in the top of the second, though, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But And then the AL, you have the Rays, the number one seed at exactly 100 wins, 100 wins, 62 losses. Number two is the Astros at 95 and 67. Number three is the White Sox, 93 and 69, also winning a somewhat god awful division in the AL Central. Number four is the Red Sox, and then number five was the Yankees, but of course the Yankees were bounced Tuesday night at Fenway in the AL wildcard game. So let's get into the breakdown of um, what I think some of the things are going to happen. Um, we'll start off with this wildcard game since we're so early into it. Max Scherzer versus Adam Wainwright. This is the type of pitching matchup you get your popcorn for because it's going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> the, Do- the, Dodgers, the Dodgers pitching has been out of this world, particularly in the back half of the year after the All-Star break. Um, they've only allowed a 201 average, which is, yeah, which is a National League best. Um, Scherzer, who's throwing today in his last seven, 4 Four zero with a one nine ERA, one nine one. Opponents hitting just one eighty nine batting average against them. Which, if you don't know baseball, that is a very low average. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Dodgers have also kind of been hitting the cover off the ball lately, um, including, including emerging, you know, powerful fixture in the Dodgers lineup. Corey Seager hit six hundred in. The last week of the season. So that's a hit three out of every five at bats. That's unreal. And yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah, that the way that lineup comes together and everything, um, you know, LA is a frequent baseball playoff environment, so I can see that helping, especially now that there's fans back. The fans coming back this year are make are gonna make all of these matchups just so much more different than how the playoffs were last year, you know. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think the Dodgers will win tonight. The Cardinals, incredible run, but, you know, all good things got to come to an end. Fair enough. So then we'll see who the Dodgers have next, and it is a 
NL West showdown with their rivals, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, that would be a good matchup. I'm here for that. Oh, yeah. It's so funny how minimal the difference is in, you know, so many facets of the game there are between um, the Dodgers and the Giants. One example that I like to point out is um, ERAs. Dodgers had a 3.08 team ERA in the month of September. The Giants, just a 3.11. They were only off by three one-hundredths of a point. Damn. Yeah, so they're both they're both throwing some heat, throwing some ched. Um, the Giants' bullpen could ultimately be the question, though. So in the last few weeks of the season, they blew four saves, probably making that division a little closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um and even lately, some of their starters have been having a rough time. You know, you have guys like Dominic Leone and Anthony DeShifani shutting people down. Um, but all of the Giants' heart starters threw an ERA high or run average higher than four in September, with exception to those two guys. Mm-hmm. And with a hitting team like the Dodgers, if you if you open up the door for them to get some runs, uh, they're going to take the opportunity. Um, and then, you know, uh, there's the, there's the not, there's, there's the things that go outside of what baseball players can do that you have to consider. For example, uh, San Francisco gets really cold at night, particularly in October. You know, they're right by the bay. That's a tough place to play in the playoffs. Huh. Okay. I never really thought about, I mean, cause you were talking, we're talking like San Francisco and Cali weather. But I guess yeah, but, yeah. That's North, but that's North Cali, so it gets yeah. just as cold as we get here. That's true. Oh yeah, so it's good. It could get down into like the mid forties at some of those games, mm-hmm. it, which can which can make the ball not travel as much. So something to look out for. And the Giants are going against a very deep Dodgers pitching staff. And even though Scherzer likely won't be available till probably Game Three. That's not going to be an issue between Clayton Kershaw, um, Julio Urias. They're going to be they're going to be doing just fine on that. Um, I have the Dodgers advancing in this series. Ooh, a little bit of an upset. A little bit of an upset. The next one I have. Um, let's go to the other side of the map for this NL divisional series: the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, first game on Thursday. Uh, Old Bucko legend Charlie Morton will be on the hill in game one for for the Atlanta Braves. And he'll be going against Corbin Burns. Now, um, the Braves can pitch. And one thing the Brewers cannot do, they don't hit well. So, in the last 30 days, um, in the last 30 games this year, they hit a 220 average, which was the worst in all of the NL. And for the season, they hit only a 233, which was second worst for the whole season in the NL. Mm-hmm. Um, in that in that month span as well, the Braves are throwing a 3.13 ERA. Um, the Brewers are very close to four. And, you know, the Brewers are going cold in a lot of statistical regards. Um, the Braves have been playing hot, really coming into their own these last week and some change to secure the NL East. And I think they're going to take that momentum into this series. I have them advancing against the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. 
Um, what impact do you think um, the it is that uh, that one Brewers pitcher is out? Uh, Devin Williams. Uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you think that would have anything? Like, would that change your mind if he didn't punch a wall out of drunk anger? <laughs> <laughs> would, would it maybe be three two? Like, is that does that come any factor? Because he's like one of their better pitchers. You, you know what? Yeah, I actually do think it. it yeah, it I, mean, ma- I it think makes, so. It makes an impact, especially in these playoff games where, like, you know, if your pit, if your starting pitcher is has given up four runs and it's the third inning. <laughs> You don't let them work through that. You got to get to your bullpen. So as your bullpen, as your middle relievers, as your closers and everything start to dwindle, you find yourself in some hot water. And I can't think of any more hot water than losing your best reliever for your yes. bullpen. <laughs> yeah, because because he was be- all because he was drunk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just after they win, punches a wall out. Playoffs. I've done a lot of embarrassing things when I was dr- when I was drunk, but I've never punched a wall so hard that I broke my hand, needed surgery, and would be required to miss the MLB playoffs. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll go to the NLCS here: Braves Dodgers rematch of the 2020 NLCS. Both teams are experiencing a hot streak of winning, run production, solid pitching. Um, in this scenario, the Atlanta Braves would actually have home field advantage, despite having a markedly worse record mm-hmm. um, since they got the two seed overall because they won their division in the Dodgers. The law of the NFC East, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, a, it's the reason we've had so many Washington football team home playoff games. Like It, yeah, it, it works the same for the Braves. Yeah. Um, and you know, say what you will, but it gets it gets loud there with that tomahawk chop, mm-hmm. and those those fans are those fans are ready. You know that the full capacity thing is going to be a big deal. Traveling from between the Eastern and Pacific time zones is going to be a big deal for everybody. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot of those intangible factors that I think actually will push the Braves over the Dodgers in this Ooh. series. Really? Braves in seven. No Ooh. way. That's my, I mean, I know we have 50 yarders for the football skit. skit. Um, I guess that's my 400 footer. <laughs> that's a great footer. monster. Yeah, that, that's what, <laughs> that's my, that's my hit over the uh, Clemente wall into the river. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of crazy, but at the same time, that might be a really good pick because what if the Dodgers didn't win tonight? That's true. Yeah. Like, that'll save your bracket. That, <laughs> like, honestly. So, so, what, you think I should just go fish out, like, my, go fish out a Nolan Arenado jersey thrown on real quick? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but then we'll get we'll get over into the AL now. Um, the Red Sox beat the Yankees last night. Um, they, look, they look good. Um, but that being said, I definitely have the Rays beating the – Beating the Red Sox here, and it, and here's why. Um, well, the start the starting matchup for that game is going to be Shane McClanahan, who's been pitching wonderfully, and Edward Rodriguez. I know Shane I, McClanahan. What is it? I, McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. I was so scared of messing it it's up. It's like an Irish right. family couldn't decide on two Irish names. <laughs> I just like merged them into one Irish name. Yeah, you just had like a red Ooh. wedding for <laughs> two Irish families, and they could buy their last name. But um, no, but. You know, what I like about the Rays is they have a complete lineup of hitters. They make good contact. They run base as well. They're, 
their plate discipline is very notable. So the hitters are working pitchers into deep counts. You know, they're get they're getting those three twos. They're getting those three ones. They're taking pitchers with foul balls seven, eight pitches into at bats, and that and that wears over time. Mm-hmm. Um, their bullpen has been amazing. Um, highest best ERA in all of the MLB for a bullpen with three point two four, and. Decent starting pitching. Um, the Red Sox pitching could ultimately hinder them with their starters to their starters failing to achieve a lot of what's called a quality start this year. Uh, they were just at twenty five percent there, and their bullpen leaves a lot to be desired. So I have the Rays winning this one. Um, with that, yes. Yeah. Um, then the ALDS, we have a 2005 World Series rematch between the Chicago White Sox and the Houston Astros. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, yeah. That, that is kind of wild because uh, what's this fit? the one team moved right out of fucking uh, yeah yeah Astros the, the went Astros from were, I know yeah mm-hmm. so that's why it's the World Series that's kind of crazy I didn't even think about that yeah the Astros were once a part of the Island of Misfit Toys which is the NL Central and yeah. um you know yeah they they had a good team a couple of them years with Lance Berkman and them like they could play I totally Back forgot about that honestly yeah. Yeah, but game one, you have Lance Lynn going... You have the Battle of the Lances. You have Lance Lynn for the White Sox pitching against Lance McCullers Jr. It's a fun name. It's a fun name. <laughs> the Lance off. Yeah. Let's Lance. <laughs> if you, Lance a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they should call that broadcast Lance a lot for the game. Um, Lance with the stars. Lance <laughs> <laughs> with the stars. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, but the Astros have a have a really high octane offense. They put the ball in play. They hit the ball deep, but they're not like a one trick pony as far as hitting home runs. They can find all kind of ways, different ways to beat mm-hmm. you on offense. Um, playoff games and, however, playoff games and series can be decided just by a run, just by two sure. runs. And one thing that the Astros do that could bite them in the ass, they walk people a lot. Walks kill. Particularly in the playoffs. The Astros are in the bottom 10 in walks allowed in the MLB. And it's not a problem that, you know, there's much differentiation between what their starters do and what their relievers do. They're all walking people. Um, the White Sox pitching rotation, however, arguably the most complete baseball, complete in baseball, same with their bullpen. And like the Astros, the White Sox can find a lot of ways to get the job done. The bats are going to be hot for both teams, but I think... The ultimate decision maker in this series is just how good the White Sox pitching is. It's it's really been remarkable this year. So then we get to the ALCS, Rays and White Sox. Um, the Rays get dependent on the white bo- on the long ball. Uh, the White Sox, you know they they don't they don't give it up, and but they also have a lot of pitchers that like to throw fastballs. High in the zone, you know, chest level, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you get a hold of one of them fastballs at chest level, 97, you you get the right one on it, it's going to the moon. That's true. So, it's just going to be all about how they're able to work those batters, um, when they're throwing pitches situationally. But the thing that also works in the White Sox favor, too, is the race struck out the third most of any team in the MLB. And, you know, if they're not having consistent quality at bats, putting the ball in play, leaving runners in scoring position, that could ultimately sink them in this series. Um, 
the White Sox have the advantage of three games that will be played in Chicago in mid-October, much like San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Also cold as fuck. Um, very cold. And it's gonna it's in front of a very excited, very loyal fan base that hasn't had an opportunity like this in almost two decades now. Uh, that World Series with the Astros, again, was in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rays, unlike last year, they'll have the luxury of playing the uh, – ALCS in front of a full capacity stadium, mm-hmm. um, which again, this year it's way different doing it this year and last year because of just how much of a factor those crowds make. Um, but with that being said, you know, the White Sox with the brilliance of their pitching on top of the intangibles around that series, I have to give the advantage to them. I say White Sox in seven. Ooh. And then the World the World Series, I do not believe, will be so close. I think the White Sox will win 4-1. to one Against the, uh, what, the Braves. Against the Braves. Mm-hmm. And we will have MVP starting pitcher Lance Lynn. Lance! Lancelot. Lance, 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 Lance. Yeah, he's going to... He's going to come out. He'll probably throw either game one and game four or game one and game five. And he'll be able – and I think he'll do just fine for himself against a Braves team that strikes out a lot. So yeah. <laughs> much like much like the Rays, they, they have guys that, you know, guys in their lineups that have 180 strikeouts on the season, 162 games or 152 games, however many they started, depending on injuries and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so if if the White Sox pitchers are able to keep dealing, that's what's ultimately going to get them the trophy. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, that is your MLB breakdown of the playoffs. And I'm Brett Meter. Once again, giving you guys the scoop on baseball on Talking Dirty. All right. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. My draft is done, so I was listening the entire time. I said they had time to chime in. Um, I think it's very interesting your choices for the World Series. I don't think it's bad though at all. All your reasoning made 100 percent sense. Yeah. Obviously, going into it, people are going to say the Dodgers are going to win. Oh, that's a chalk pick. Yeah. Like that. That's yeah. they might not be can make it out of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when I look at the rest of the division winners in the NL, the Brewers, I don't trust them at all. The Giants is the only one I'd maybe put up like a, okay, maybe I, I think they might. Win it, make win the uh, NL, but I do. I think the Braves have been very. A lot of people counting them out, including myself, super early when they lost Ozuna to beating his wife and Acuna Junior to like the uh, what, ACL, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like so, everyone started counting them out because those two are like, the two biggest bats. But the team just rallied around, and, like ended up winning their division. I think I think they're getting hot at the right time, and I think you don't want to see them in the playoffs right now. But that's why I that's why you picked them. I understand agree with that. Then out of the AL. Um, I, I think the White Sox is a very safe bet there. Um, I mean, the best teams you can argue are like the, anyone from the AL East, but like, I, I think the White Sox is just kind of very underrated. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I think I definitely agree with that assessment. You know, everyone's just looking at the Rays. The Rays were the pennant winner in the AL last year, took the Dodgers to seven games. They think it's the natural conclusion for the Rays to be, the team this year. And obviously they've had a very great season, hundred wins. Um, you know, but, but playoff baseball is such a different animal. I mean, look at all the, 
all the historical upsets in baseball we've had over the years. I mean, we all remember that series where um, the Yankees and Red Sox were playing in the, the ALCS. Yes, yeah, yeah, the reverse sweep. Yankees were up 3 nothing, and lost the whole thing. So... Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. That was one of the craziest. I think there's that one theory for 30 about it. Oh, yeah. It's like the, those couple days in October. I forget the name of the title, but that's one of like my favorite. Uh, what's it called? Because I hate Boston sports, but Red Sox are always the ones I was okay with, you know? <laughs> like, I, I hate the Celtics. I hate the Pats. I hate the Bruins. The Red Sox, I always like Big Poppy, so. That, yeah. Uh, that, that World Series is sweet to watch. Oh, yeah. And Manny, that was the only Boston championship I saw in my lifetime I liked to watch. <laughs> and Manny Ramirez was arguably my favorite player as a kid. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I loved Manny being Manny. I loved those Red Sox teams with Pedro and Kurt Schilling. God, what a fall for Bloody Grace. Bloody Kurt Schilling has had. Kurt Schilling's Bloody Sox. Kurt Schilling, Bloody Sox, Veritek, Euclid, you name them. That, that team was a lot of fun to watch. Was it... um? Wasn't Johnny Damon on that team? And then he eventually went to the Yankees, but <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they the Yankees made him cut his hair and his beard, which like kind of kind of a silly role, honestly. Yeah. You know, I I get tradition, but like tradition only helps so long as you're winning games. Like if if the Pirates started doing traditions, I'd be like, hey, why don't you stop? You're they're not helping anything. But <laughs> hey, twenty twenty five. Mark your calendars. All right. Do we got anything else? Um, um, I'm pulling for the Astros. That's just me. That's just that's. He, he likes cheaters. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I just, I just love the chaos that would ensue if they won. Yeah. Oh, of, of course. And people would be so mad. Yeah, people do not want to see them win. It's like the Astros now are basically like the Pats of the last twenty years. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't. Nobody wants to see them win. Yeah. I think if they get past the White Sox, they probably will win though. Because that exactly, it's a tough one. Yeah, get through that and you're good to go. A team's got explosive. I'll best her off at that point. <laughs> right. But all right. Uh, thank you, Meter, for coming on board for another uh, week here with some baseball talk. Appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. Dude, this was great. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Of course. But let's take it over to NFL. All right, and NFL Week 4 is in the books. All right, so we're going to break down the uh, Week 4 recap. Uh, in summary, I stink, I stink at picks. Yeah, now you suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Four points. Four so, points, baby. Four points. Sometimes a good, sometimes a shit. Four. It is. But anyways, so starting off with the Thursday night game. Actually a really good game. I don't know if you watched it. It's pretty good. Jags, Bengals. Uh, oh. Uh, what did I do on Thursday? No, we we saw Venom. Uh, me, me, Brett, and Josh. It, it, like the Jaguars were up early, and then the Bengals came back, um, and then the Bengals just won by a field goal at the end of the game. Um, Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good. James Robinson looked good, but the Bengals won twenty four to twenty one. We both had the Bengals. We both got that point. Anything else from that game? Uh, well, neither of us watched it. All right, I, I caught the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. like. It, it was kind of boring. It was Bengals and Jags. Like, but like, yeah. That's why you went to a movie. Like two, <laughs> it's like when yeah, two shit... I was going to see a movie I didn't learn, know the plot of. <laughs> well, I also had James Robinson fantasy, so I was rooting him on. So it, it made it more enticing for me. I had him on my bench. Yeah. I, I, he had a really good week the week prior fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But it's one of those, I, you need to prove it to me for me to get the starting yeah. spot. So now I am starting this week. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, so uh, the Titans versus the Jets. 
And in a stunner in overtime, the Jets won 27-24. We both had the Titans, so we both missed out on that point. Um, I am going to say my piece about this game later. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. All I'm going to say is I called that shit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, as well. Zach Wilson had some uh, good throws. He looked he looked pretty good out there. Um, Tennessee just looks bad. <clears throat> yeah, just they're like the Eagles' uh, dream team. Yeah, the absolutely. eight and eight dream team. Uh, yeah, no, they're. I mean, it's already out in the public. I it's a it's a weeder sign the weenie of the week. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna bash the Titans in a second. <laughs> okay. but yeah, but, but congrats on the Jets win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least we're not That's totally defeated. At least we're not totally defeated. Um, but, you know, I just hope they kind of continue to lose because I have no expectations for this team. Yeah. So we can get a good draft pick. I don't know, dude. Solid. Zach Wilson has the blood and soul of Mr. Chad Pennington co- coursing through him right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe they turn it around. Maybe they get a we, six. We see a running back like Curtis Martin, and then I'll be like, all right, I'm back on board. Was Chad Pennington ever really the Ty Pennington or whatever? Maybe. Is that the guy's name for move that bus? <laughs> home improvement? No, the, no, the t- right total home, home makeover. Extreme home makeover. Yeah. That's probably related. we could find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know, you keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brad, Brad, you look it up. Because that would be so <laughs> funny if Chad Pennington and Ty Pennington. Yeah, that's so funny. Next up, the Lions versus the Bears. The Lions uh, were keeping it close at first. But then uh, Justin Fields started to have himself a little game, and the Bears won 24-14. That was our Detroit-style pick and I missed that point. Uh, I had the Lions, you had the Bears, so you got that point plus a bonus point. Yes, sir. Uh, Justin Fields actually started to play good. Yeah. Hey, look, that's what happens whenever you actually plan for a quarterback all week. Yeah. Matt Nagy is a clan. Well, they actually, like, they did, they announced him, like, Thursday, right? Like, Thursday. Yeah, Friday. so it wasn't even a full week. Yeah, but... it was, like, a few days, but, like... It's crazy. They were going to start Nick Foles in this game. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Mm, next up, he's an idiot. Next up, the Colts versus the Dolphins. Uh, pretty one-sided game for the most part. I feel I didn't really catch much of this game, um, but the Colts won twenty-seven seventeen. We both had the Dolphins, so we both lost that pick. Yeah. Um, was it was it this week or last week? I think it was this week. Whenever they were in the sweet throwbacks, the Dolphins. Yeah, I think so. Those, Joe's jerseys are sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. Uh, I mean, I, I Chad Pennington and Ty Pennington in the same sentence. <laughs> is there any? Um, is there anything else in this game? I mean, like the Colts. I mean, Carson Wentz. It is what it, it is. What he, it is. he won a game against the, what defense is supposed to be good with two bum ankles. Yeah, <laughs> with both, anything both bum ankles. Nah, I, I'm not finding anything. Sad. It, 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 it would pop up right away. I feel <laughs> like that Ty. That Ty Pennington dude. His name Ty is short for Tiger. Tiger. T Y G E R T. No, it's not. <laughs> Swear to God, dude. <laughs> Born Gary Tiger Burton. So wait, he's he, Gary. He, he wasn't even a Pennington. Where Pennington come from? He is a big bad chain of Chad. Tiger, big Tiger, big Jets fan in like two thousand five. That, that is absolute. That's trivia right there. That's trivia, dude. What's it dude, going? my mom loves that show. I'm about to tell her, like, hey, you know his real name's Gary Tiger. Tiger, uh, Burton. Was last Burton. <laughs> is he uh, related to what's it called? What's the direction? Chat to. Tim Burton? Tim Burton. Dude. Weird um, yeah, that's I'm, the next I'm, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going down the rabbit hole. Tiger was a family name. You find out Tim's middle name was Tiger as well. <laughs> um, anyways, though, next up, uh, 
The Browns versus the Vikings. I love how we're in the middle of NFL recap, and we're just talking about Tiger <laughs> Pennington. <laughs> Next up, though, the Browns versus the Vikings. Uh, so the Browns won 14-7. You had the Browns out of the Vikings. This was the absolute most boring game after half. Uh I, I'm pretty sure the. Nothing happened. I'm pretty sure. Um, part of my take. I'm stealing some part of my take, but that's like that's the game that Red Zone forgot. Yeah. Like we yeah, had Red Zone yeah. on the one TV. We were trying to have the Red Zone on the one TV. Mm-hmm. Sadly, we had this game on. Yeah. But there was no scoring, so there's no way if you're watching Red Zone, this you remember this game was happening. Well, yeah. since it, since Steelers were four, they had this game on uh, CBS, so yeah. I watched that. So yeah. I was watching the whole game. And I, I did too. Yeah. I only watched it because I had fucking Justin Jefferson. So I was just rooting for him to kill yeah, out the whole game. Yeah. And he had, like, a good first drive. He put up, like, 14 points or something like that on the first drive. Mm-hmm. And then nothing else the rest of the game. And I was like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was at, I was at work during this game, and I was trying to check, like, the results of the game. And I, I thought my phone was broken. I was like, still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, honestly. You had the Browns, I had the Vikings, so you got that point as well. Yes, sir. Next up, the football team versus the Falcons. This was a uh, this is a pretty big shootout towards the end of it. It got really exciting at the end. Uh, the Washington football team pulled through and won thirty four to thirty. Um, Matt Ryan just kind of collapsed, you know, mm-hmm. typical Matt Ryan fashion. Um, Cordell Patterson went off three touchdowns. It's insane. Insane. Uh, yeah. Insane. <laughs> Stalter had one on his bench. Yeah. Thirty three points. We both picked the uh, football team, so we both got the uh, point there. Anything for that game? No, it's just insane that how I mean Falcons offense is decent, but like it's insane how bad that Washington defense is. Like you, <laughs> yeah, they, like every, they're like the best defense last they're year. So good, and that's just shit. <laughs> what it was funny because my one fantasy draft, I was eyeing up Washington's defense, and I got genuinely mad when I wasn't able to get them. Mm-hmm. And then week two hits, and I'm like, nah. I have him in a league. <laughs> I have him in my work league, I'm pretty sure. It sucks. No, I have him in our, our league. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Next up, the Bills versus the Texans. Uh, the Bills showed up to the game. The Texans did not. The Bills won 40 to nothing. Another teaser. We need, one, <laughs> we need a whole week. <laughs> Dude, uh, I mean, the Bills just fucking balled out. Um, yeah. No. I think, who was it? It was probably Sanders and... Uh, What's his Beasley? name? Knox. Oh, Knox went off. Yeah, Knox went Knox off. Went he had off. a good game. Allen did well. Like the whole team. I mean, their defense killed it too. Um, we both had the Bills, so we both got that point. Mm-hmm. Anything for that game? Uh, I don't have anything because I have right. game was slot turned it off quickly. Next up, New York had a field day in overtime as well for the Giants. So the Giants won twenty-seven twenty-one against the Saints. Um, Barkley had a good game. Um, I think Daniel Jones actually threw some dimes as well to Kenny Galladay. Daniel Dimes. Yeah. Overall, I mean, good win for the Giants. Probably one of the few they'll get all season because I think they have a shit schedule like for the next like six weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be looking real bleak for them. Yeah, no, this was a 50-yard mine about the uh, – what's his name? Joe Judge getting fired. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they uh, – the Giants are the Cowboys, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, Raiders – Bucks, Eagles, Dolphins, Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, Bears football team. They're probably gonna. I'll put a sixty-six yarder up right now, right here. Yeah, I think they win at least three of those games. You think? I do. Do you think they win the NFC East? Um, they can beat no. Philly. I think they can beat Philly. They can beat Philly. Yeah, I think yeah. Dallas is gonna end up taking it, but like it could get I, oh, Dallas is gonna run away with it. Yeah, yeah. But, but like I'm, I'm not on, I'm not necessarily on board with like. 
a lot of the giant slander that takes place. I think they are developing something decent with that young offense, particularly Daniel Jones. He's starting to come. He's starting to come around a little. Yeah, bit. he doesn't look as bad as last Giants year. fans hate him. <laughs> like Ali Beach, like I made him fucking gone. Well, I'm like, dude, he he's never had a run in his life, uh, and he's uh, he's pretty good. I, I think I'm glad to take him. I mean, yeah. I think I think he's a very 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 good backup. But I don't think he's no. Scared. I think if you put a good team around him, he's he'll be fine. Not not elite. Not like the Patrick Mahomes of the league. But he'll be like I mean, a Matt Ryan who can is, actually he, throw the ball. Is, and he has a lot of weapons. He's it, so fast. It, it's just, and he's no line though. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's his issue. Like yeah. he doesn't. Have, he, he imagine if you gave him like like the league's best line it, and to stand behind. I guarantee Danny Downs would go off. It's just so funny looking at this dude who looks like he should be on fucking Dawson's Creek or something, <laughs> booking it for like sixty yard runs in yeah. the NFL. It's like, all right, dude, really, <laughs> dude, it's insane. He's insane. Dash and Danny Downs. All right, next game. Sorry. No, Andrew. you're good. You're good. Sorry, I have to. Uh... Our basketball league sending out like the information, so I gotta just let them know my keeper, and then I'll leave in the chat. <laughs> nice, that's a good call. Um, so, anyway, so next up, the Chiefs versus the Eagles. Um, I didn't Ty- watch a second of this. Ty- Tyreek Hill balled the fuck out. Chiefs won forty-two to thirty. Um, we both had the Chiefs, so we both got that point. Um, I mean, Tyreek Hill. He, he didn't. He didn't do much for the first three weeks, and then this week he just balled the fuck out. Yeah. So all the fantasy managers can just shut the fuck up. Uh, Johnny Coffin was there. Oh, he was? And he saw Little Dicky, apparently. Oh, wow. Was, he was talking to Little Dicky. I'm like, well, dude, so if you, you, let me see the pick. And he said, I didn't get a pick. <laughs> well, then you didn't see Little Dicky in the Eagles game. I think Joey said, like, I think it's I guarantee like a curly brown fro. He probably saw him on the Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. Or it's yeah. like, oh, hey, he said, hey, I was hey, talking hey. to Little Dicky. Yeah, <laughs> right, dude. Next up, uh, Panthers versus Cowboys. The Cowboys won 36-28. Um, this kind of, this game was kind of back and forth for a little bit, but the Cowboys ended up on top. We both had the Cowboys. We really got that point. Um, Sam Darnold was continuing to kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a rushing touchdown, which I think he he has the most rushing touchdowns through four weeks. Yeah, uh, yes. in NFL history. Okay, has like it's very insane. He has like seven right now or something. Yeah, it's considering kind of all the running quarterbacks we've had in history, like Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, Newton. It's, yeah, Newton. Fucking dude, he had two sick. passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. And like ever since like He's twenty, sick. ever since like twenty eleven, with the whole phenomenon like running quarterbacks like entering the league and just like you have all these mobile quarterbacks now. Yeah, and then you just got this awkward square headed looking dude running <laughs> for touchdowns and that. Dude, he had three hundred thirty six total yards, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Total and then two interceptions. That's what killed him. But yeah, fucking, he killed it, dude. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really dumb if I had him and I got rid of him. Next up, the team like the Jets and didn't draft a lineman <laughs> or like the Steelers and letting him go to the fucking Panthers instead. Of yeah, we should win for him too, yeah. dude. Fuck. Next up, the uh, Seahawks versus the 49ers. So uh, the Seahawks actually came back in this game as opposed to their first mm-hmm. half uh, madness in the first three weeks. So right. uh, they won twenty eight twenty one. We both had the 49ers and both missed out on that point. Um, I don't think there's anything major from this game. Not really. Honest with you. Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll heard what you guys said last it's week. True. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe he like toned it down at halftime and was just like, guys, just go out there and play football instead of like taking his shirt off and with mm. DK Metcalf in it. <laughs> then in, uh, in another, Chuga's gum like crazy. Then in the uh, game of the week, the Cardinals versus the Rams. The Cardinals poured it on to the Rams. They won 37-20. to um, who, who AJ Green had a touchdown. James Conner had two. Kyler Murray was balling out. 
Rams defense looked last lackluster. Um, All right, stats. Robert Woods scored a touchdown at the end of the game and flung the ball into the like stands out of anger because he wasn't getting like targets. Well, he hasn't been getting targets all year. Yeah, exactly. that's why he's mad. Yeah. Chase Evans, hundred twenty yards. James Conner, two touchdowns, like you said. Kyle Murray, two touchdowns. Uh, close to three hundred total yards. Their and, defense stepped up too. And then you had Max Williams, tight end, got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And Green. Um, we both had the Rams in that game, so we both missed out on the point. Next up, uh, I don't know how long we would cover this, but the Steelers versus Packers. Packers won twenty-seven to seventeen. Let's tank. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's just tank. Get Ben out of there. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> um, we both had the Packers, so we both got that point. And now I didn't pick the Steelers, and the Steelers didn't win, so I'm off that curse. It will tell, address Josh. He's the one who wanted you to do Well, it. yeah, Josh. I'm, this this curse is null and void now. So, so suck it, Josh. Wait, Josh put a, put a hack so on? So go pound Sam. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the curse? Uh, yeah, week one, like one he picked the Bills and I picked the Stellars and the Stellars won. Then the next week he picked the Stellars and we lost. So we're like, all right, so there's a curse. If guy yeah. picks the Stellars, we automatically lose. But when he picks against them, they win. And then the next week he said, I'm not doing the curse. Fucking Steelers, and we lost again. <laughs> so like, all right. no, I said, if the if the Bengals win, then I'll I'll honor the curse. But then the Bengals won, and then I was like, all right, well, like if the if I, I'm gonna honor the curse, but the second the curse is broken, it's broken. Yeah, well, that's right. So, so beat the Packers. Because I knew it was going to break against the Packers. So. Month-long curse. No, that's a powerful curse. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a powerful curse. Next up, though, the Ravens versus the Broncos. The Ravens uh, pretty much poured it on to the Broncos. Teddy, Teddy Bongwater got hurt. Uh, Ravens won 23-7. You had the Ravens, I had the Broncos. Yes, sir. Then Sunday Night Football, the return of Brady, the Buccaneers versus the Patriots. Uh Pretty close game the entire thing. It was kind of boring at times, but you know they had all the storylines. They were feeding you like a funnel. And uh, Bucks won nineteen to seventeen. Anything, Brett? <coughs> yeah, I mean that was a that was an impressive showing for Mac Jones. Um, you know the defense did relatively well. I questioned the decision of kicking a fifty-six yarder in the pouring rain, but Watson, yeah. but you know. Otherwise, otherwise, I liked what I saw from both teams a lot. Yeah, I think you go for the kick. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like the kick was the better shot than the fourth down. It was yeah. what fourth and three? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, fourth and three, fourth and four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was fourth and one, I'd say go for it. I might, I might feel a little different if he hits the kick. Yeah, <laughs> of course. It was, clo- it was a close kick. It wasn't like. It was a hell It like smashed yeah, the... Yeah, you heard it in right. fucking Jersey, dude. It was wild. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally sitting here armchair quarterbacking right now. Like, mm. I, I'm in an armchair quarterback. <laughs> like it, and then uh, Monday Night Football, the Chargers won 28-14. Herbert. Yeah, baby. Herbert, baby. Herbert Sherbert. Herbert Sherbert. Um... The only thing I'm going to say about this is how crazy is they got a fucking lightning delay and it stayed with the dome? <laughs> like, that's the most wild thing ever. Yeah, I like... <laughs> I was, so, I needed, like, fuck it. I needed a win, and I was playing against Keenan Allen, and I had Herbert and Eckler, and it was lightning delay, and I was like, fuck it, this fucks me up, and, like, I lose on some bullshit, I'm going to be living. <laughs> yeah, looking at John Gruden's face when they called the lightning delay was arguably... I mean, first off, John Gruden's one of the funniest human beings alive. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hate him, but I also I don't love laughing at him. Funniest yeah. looking. Yeah. Oh, that definitely there. But like, yeah, just seeing his face, like his brain cells rubbing together, <laughs> that they were they were on a lightning delay inside was just priceless. <laughs> um, it was so funny. It, it was like the Chargers look good, man. And I mean, I knew the Raiders would fold at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're necessarily a bad team, but I just think Chargers are a better team here. So good for them. Um, anything else from week four? Uh, we both had the Bucks. We both had the Chargers. So we point there. Final score. Uh, well, t- current score is forty-five for Ryan and thirty-nine for Guy. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's shit. That's all I can say. Yeah. You know, it's just my life. <laughs> um, anyways, let's move on into the uh, injuries. So, there's actually a good amount of injuries this week. First up, so I kind of mentioned earlier, Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater suffered a concussion in the loss to Baltimore. I think he exited around, like, the second quarter sometime. Mm-hmm. And then Danton Drew Law came out. Yeah, and you that, mean, that wasn't going to do anything. I mean, I don't know. Horsecock lock, dude. He didn't look bad. Next up, he looked good. <laughs> well, he didn't look good either. <laughs> Next up, 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo injured his calf during the loss to Seattle. Anything there? I mean, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. 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 horrible, but like, let's give him a week of practice with the boys. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, then Buck safety. Ant- Anthony Winfield left Sunday's game due to a concussion. So that's a big hit for an already injury-riddled defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington football team side end Logan Thomas pulled a hammy against the Falcons. Of course, he didn't have a catch on the fantasy team before he got hurt. But he is week to week. Uh, I think sure. they just placed him on IR, so he'll probably be out at least three weeks. Yeah, that, that's a big hit to that uh, offense, especially when you have Taylor Heineke and you need as many weapons as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just gives more – there's going to be force-feed Terry, I think. But part. Curtis Samuel's yeah. coming back soon. So. That's true. That is true. <clears throat> Good for them. Um, Bears running back with David Montgomery injured his knee in the win over yes, the Lions. Yes. Uh, I don't think they gave a timetable yet. I don't it's know, like four you... to six, five to six. Five Ooh. to six. Yeah, that it sucks because sucks he's on both. Did you get Tariq Two Cohen? out of three. Did you get Tariq Cohen? No, I got the other guy. Uh, okay. Williams, I think. Yeah, they're that. saying that he's going to be carrying the brunt of the league. Yeah, I got him in, I think, one of the leagues. Mm-hmm. I didn't get him in our league. I got him in my work league. I would, I would flirt with Tariq Cohen if you could afford getting him, you know, dropping something. Yeah, no, I feel like he'll be like a third down back that turns into like a two down, like a second and third down. Yeah, it sucks that I'm wasting bench spot on Mike yeah. Thomas right now, but I just got to wait for Can't Guard Mike to come back. Then uh, Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper exited early on Sunday with a hamstring injury. He'll, so, I think he'll be okay. I think it's on the I don't time. know, man. Like, this is his second time going out in the year. Like, I feel like this is going to be something that he's going to be out long term for. Yeah. Not long, long term, but like a couple of weeks maybe, and then it could be re injured later. I can definitely see that. Then the Patriots officially placed uh, running back James White on IR. So he's going to be uh, done for a few weeks at least. I think he's done for the season. Oh, he's done for the season. Yeah. Season's yeah. IR. Okay. And then Jags wide receiver DJ Chark is out indefinitely after breaking his ankle. Um, so, yeah, some big hits for a lot of teams. Uh, that, I don't think that's season ending. No. Uh, but it's it, it's going to be a good while. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I dropped him on the team I had. He'll um, be back for the Jaguars in week 13. Like, why even bother? Why <laughs> yeah, dude. Bother? Dude, just chill. Any, Go uh, season. any yeah. other um, injuries that you guys know about? You want to uh, Ben. Oh, is he, is he hurt somewhere? That... His hip. So I have a theory, he might not play. I have a theory, though. 
So let's slowly fade Ben out of the offense yes, by convincing him he's hurt. <laughs> so like he comes to the sidelines, we're like, dude, Ben, you're throwing weird. Like, did you hurt your shoulder? Your shoulder? He's like, yeah, you know what? I think I did. Like, I might as well get checked out, and then we just get Dwayne Haskins in there a little bit, you know, just. Mm-hmm. Flirt with that, see what happens, get him some first team reps, you know. Ben, your elbow is protruding through your skin. Yeah, like, <laughs> it looks a lot bigger than normal. You might want to get that. Might oh, man, you might be right. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, because you definitely believe it. You know what I mean? You just get two doctors in there to tell him that. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Next year, I'm coming back. I, I think that's genius, man. I think that's genius. Yeah, I think it's that good. way, it's not like, hey, Ben, you stink. Get out of here. Yeah. It's like, no. hey, Ben, you're hurt, man. Like, and then, then whenever Dwayne starts killing it, then. <laughs> Then it's like, all right, we like We're you know, done. stop answering his calls, change yeah. the change the address. Lock him out. Yeah, change the locks. Yeah. <laughs> Just move the practice facility to like Fox Chapel and not tell him. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll make it sitting there by himself, like, all right, I guess everyone's late. <laughs> um so next I mean, but he is questionable officially. Uh, okay. I, I but it doesn't seem like he's gonna play. All right, so next up headlines. So leading off the funniest thing from the week, Urban Meyer. Getting down and dirty at the bar. With Cayman, Nebraska. That's the girl's <laughs> name. I looked her up. Cayman, Nebraska. So Does the, she do porn? It sounds like it. She's like, <laughs> she's, I think she's like an IG model or something. I don't know. She's a Ohio State alumni. Okay. Um, so if you, haven't seen the, if you haven't seen the video, Urban Meyer is essentially sitting at the bar on a stool, and this girl is just grinding on him, and he's just got his hands underneath her. Like basically finger her butt. Yeah, leaving imagination there, you know, a little bit. But did you see, like, the comments from the wife coming out and, like, supporting him? <laughs> the Shelly Myers a ride or die, sometimes in a bad way. Uh, oh, coach's wife. She she was, like, she, like, used a hashtag, like, uh, buddy's night out or something like that. It's, like, taking pictures of her grandkids in the tub. It's, like, I'm here checking out the grandkid. Buddy deserves a night out. It's, like, a hashtag. It's crazy, dude. Oh, it's, she, she's wild, dude. Apparently, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, she, didn't she, like, wasn't she the one who, like, found out first that that coach was, like, beating his wife and she's, like, didn't tell Urban? Yes, I, did. I believe I believe that was the case. Yeah, because she's, like, the team needs to win. So, like, <laughs> she's all win first, she, uh, stuff, everything else later. She's win first and, like, what, what, a, what a gem of a partner to have. That being said, I think this story's getting a little too much press. I, I didn't know that wealthy white man hitting on... Wealthy white middle-aged man hitting on a 22-year-old girl was a headline, but it's it's also grimy because he's married and he does like the whole like faith and family and values and all that, and, and here he is out engaging in peak degeneracy. So well, I think there's a lot a lot of people getting more mad at they just lost the night before instead of traveling back to. Jacksonville, the team. He's out here partying in Columbus. <laughs> I think that's honestly what more, a lot of people are yeah. mad about. Like, obviously, the people on Twitter you'll see is like a bunch of like chicks that don't know shit about anything. But if you look, all the journalists who are pissed about it are like pissed that, like, when you lose, like, you know, like an NFL coach trying to rally a team, you'd go back with them on the jet. Like, it's like, okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, then it's like, we'll get back on Monday, then you go back. You don't fucking just go, like, yeah. Drinking and partying after you losing Thursday night. Well, Dude. I see that side of it. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes that makes sense. But though. I get. Let's be honest though. Like you said, she went to Ohio State. She's alumni. It's probably the first time. Yeah. So she knew exactly who it was. She probably Instagram model trying to get some fucking views and shit. Clout. But yeah, cloud chasing just went up. Like, <laughs> oh hey, are you Urban Meyer? Like, and then just boom. Fuck you, daddy. Then like, hey Becky, go fucking record this. I'm gonna be like riding on Urban Meyer. 
I'm pretty sure she posted it. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the fucking thing, dude. That's why that happened. Yeah, but I could also see Urban Meyer being a pervy drunk. Oh, yeah, he's 100%. I'm yeah. I can see Shelly Meyer setting this all up. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I mean, yeah, he's still a pervy dude, but it's like, you know, it was entrapment for sure. It was entrapment. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, the game showed off. It's okay. Anyways, so moving on. The Patriots released former defensive MVP, Stefan Gilmore. You don't see TJ Watt getting released like this. You know, that, is, that is actually amended now. Yeah. He was just Oh, it wasn't? That just happened? Trade, no, like right a little bit after. It, it was, um, it came out after that release that, Oh, it actually, before the release happened, no. the Panthers called and traded him a six-round pick for him. Really? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I, didn't, I did this early today, so I didn't Yeah, no, this that. happened probably around, like, what, like three or four, I think, it so, came out? Something like that. So, yeah. here's what I've noticed with that. I think that, and the Pats do this, like, if there's a guy that they feel is a hindrance to their team, not only will they trade them... But they'll trade them for nothing just to get them out. Just to get them out of it. <laughs> yeah. Like a twenty twenty three sixth round pick for a former defensive MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but literally two thousand nineteen. That's something. Yeah, hashtag Sixers. You should be listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. So I mean, I, I honestly had a note there. I thought the Bucks were just going to get them at that point. But I guess Panthers, good move. They. Uh, could definitely. I mean, their defense is looking good, so that's a big improvement for them. And, and J.C. Horn's hurt too. Mm-hmm, so um, I don't know how long that's going to be, but yeah, it's good to have Stephon. I mean, hey, if you, if you get Stephon Gilmore like to stay another year, and you got J.C. Horn as well, yeah, that's fierce. That's fierce. And J.C. Horn's a rookie. Stephon Gilmore's been around. Mm-hmm. He can definitely kind of like combo. take him under a wing. You have that one side, yeah. a promising rookie on the other. That'd be sick. Um, next up, so the Cowboys plan to release linebacker Jalen Smith. They did, and yeah, he they, uh, signed. Yeah, they did. He signed. Packers. Packers. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Then uh, linebacker Jamie Collins is returning to New England. Huh. Well, I mean, it'll be it'll be a nice reunion. I mean, to extend the week third of homecomings. <laughs> yeah, third times third third times the charm. They say so. I don't know. He might provide some good veteran leadership to some guys on like younger in that defense, whether it be Judon or yeah, uh, you know, any anyone. I mean, it's definitely like a band-aid over a gash kind of thing for losing stuff on Gilmore and oh, just bringing in Jamie Collins to kind of like avert the uh, disaster there. I wouldn't call it disaster, but you know. Um, then Marshawn Lynch was named the first ever NFLPA chief brand ambassador. Oh, yeah. Skittles. Yeah, so pretty much anytime the NFL's got a new partnership for uh, commercials, you're going to see Marshawn Lynch in them. Nice. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smart move, smart move. Anybody who doesn't, like, I don't think there's a person in the world that doesn't like Marshawn Lynch, but if there is, and I hope you're listening right now, you're the issue. I, 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 <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the only people that would hate him is, like, disgruntled journalists who wouldn't, he, he wouldn't answer questions. And Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah probably. Pete Carroll. <laughs> probably. And the guy who did the Beast Quake, too, the, uh, from the Saints. And, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, pro- probably <laughs> the some, guy like, did the hold my dick, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably just some lonely little dick piece that thought he was going to have his moment in the sun asking Marshawn Lynch a question for whatever bullshit rag they write for him <laughs> when like, he didn't get it. Wait. <laughs> what he didn't get. What if it was like, that's like a superhero, like a supervillain origin where it's like a journalist student <laughs> got one chance, his teacher, his friend's like, 
hey, man, I know you like sports. I'm going to get you in the Seahawks locker room. <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah, dude. It's his big break, his big chance. Finally get to be his here, Marshall Lynch. They had to put the, I'm just here so I don't get five. <laughs> like, that would suck. Um, next up, Tom Brady becomes the NFL's all-time passing leader during the Bucks' victory over New England. Uh, anything there? Expected. It was expected. He only needed 60 yards to do it at the yeah. beginning of the game. <laughs> Uh, Drew Brees on the sideline. I I, I can he tell was there was a little salt in them. Yeah, yeah. There was, was a little salt. He to was him. hoping for an injury or something. Dude, I uh, I remember like early on, like when they showed him, like they're talking about the record could be broken and shit like that. Like it just kept like going over like, Drew, know. and he looks so like on like he's not not pissed, not sad. <laughs> yeah. Like he just wasn't straight up not having a good time. Yeah. His his <laughs> mind his mind was saying, "Listen, bud, you have six rings. Can I just have one thing? Can <laughs> yeah. I have one thing? <laughs> it's seven rings." Then uh, next up, Steelers quarterback Seven Ben. Things, right. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger records his 400T pass from in the loss of Green Bay on Sunday, uh, which moves him to number eight on the all-time list. Trivia: Can you name the other seven on the list? Is it just for me or for him too? Yeah, you can help. Yeah. All right. How about how about seven I'll, quarterbacks? Just for statistics. Yeah. I'll do it. Then whenever I need my you'll be my call friend. Okay. Who has, um, who has more than 400 Well, I know that uh, Aaron Rodgers also broke a record in the same game for the same categories. He and Philip Rivers are both on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Tom right. Brady's on it. Yep. Uh, Peyton Manning? Yep. Uh, how, how many do I need? Uh, you have one, two, three, four, so you need three more. Three, three more. Do you have one? Brett Favre. Yep. Brett Favre, correct, yes. Two more. Dan Marino. Yep. Yes, yes. And Eli Manning. No. Oh, strike. I feel like I thought I saw him on the graphic. Two more strike. I thought I saw him on the graphic. Two more strikes. For one? For, this will be number two on touchdowns. Uh, Steve Young. No. Wait, hold on. Montana. Uh, no, no, wait, hold on. No, hold no, on. no, he's not counting against you. Okay. Oh. Drew Brees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> number one, Tom Brady with 591. <laughs> Drew Brees with 500. I only get three strikes and everybody just like throwing out like, Joe Montana, <laughs> Steve Young. Like, like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Number two. Christian Ponder. No, <laughs> Matt Herlowski. <laughs> Number two, Drew Brees, 571. Kate Manning with 539. Brett Favre with 508. Philip Rivers with 421. Rogers with 420. Nice. And Dan Marino with 420. Also blazing. Yeah. Also blazing. So, do we think Ben Roethlisberger is going to go higher on that list? Oh, he's going to get higher. If he surpasses Marino this is year. Is it 420s? He has 20 more? Yeah, 20 more. No, he's not going to get 20 more. Sad, I know. <laughs> he's not, he's, he might get like five more. <laughs> Maybe not even any. What if he misses this week and has and goes off? I mean, that's possible. I mean, hey, let's be I mean, what? There's an extra week. We're in week four, so it's 13 weeks. So if he throws a touchdown every week, he's... We have a bye, too. Oh, yeah. So tw- if he throws a touchdown every week, that's 12. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. I think it's possible to get to 421, maybe 422. But it all depends if he plays this week. I don't think he's playing this week. Yeah, this is barring injury. So Yeah. Um, then next up, did you catch Real Peppers dropping the F-bomb on live TV? Not at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Really? So they did the coin toss going into overtime, and he was like, we want heads. And it was heads. He's like, boom, we're receiving. Give me that ball. Fuck y'all. <laughs> As he was like dancing away from the fucking mic, you know, like the referee with the hot yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> clear as day. 
It's hilarious. Dude, I did not see this. That's how awesome. I, I went into a little rabbit hole after that for about 40 <laughs> minutes, though. This was either yesterday or the day before. I, I was just watching NFL hot mic moments. They're, they're hilarious. Like, especially if you could hear the quarterbacks hollering out at the line. Some of the shit they say. <laughs> we want that ball. Fuck him. <laughs> he's a sticker. That's great. He's a man. I, I love Drew Roberts. That was great. That's great. Especially because they won that game too. He'd have looked like an idiot if they yeah. lost. Probably yeah. not, but like a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck him. And then right after we recorded on Wednesday, they came out with the announcement of the halftime show performers. And we got a doozy. So Super Bowl LVI fifty six. Right there. Is it? Yeah. Uh, 56, 60, yeah. no. We're not yeah, it's, it's VI, so yeah, it's yeah. So, um, it's Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. All in one halftime show. Dude, this is my birthday. <laughs> the rules my birthday this year. <laughs> this is a <laughs> sick concert. <laughs> <laughs> watch on TV on my birthday. This is maybe the best halftime show. I, I might be being like, all right, this, the, this year's one might be the best ever. Yeah. But like, before we're even seeing it, I'm saying it's the best in the last, like, what, five to ten years? Yeah. Like, Dude, and, like, you know what's awesome, too, is, like, there's so many artists that you're going to have their biggest songs playing. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, but at the same time, you're also going to have that dude on Facebook with the Oakleys and the camo hat taking a picture <laughs> and the, taking his profile picture in the driver's seat of his truck that says, I won't be watching. Well, the doll. Like, yeah. Well, that's why they got Eminem. That's a white dude in there. <laughs> um, no, I think I was talking to Brett about this. Uh, you know it's in a really nice lineup when Mary J. Blige is like the worst one. Yeah. Like, Mary J. Blige is the worst one, and she's still like a really good artist. I, I saw somebody I saw somebody say that like the only reason they were watching it was for Mary J. Blige. And I'm like, so you're going to hold out hope for the whole halftime show for Family Affair? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Um, anything else though for that halftime show? That's great. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be sick. Fantastic. Uh, next up, former Eagles running back Lashawn McCoy signed a one-day contract with the Eagles to retire after playing twelve seasons. I love moves like this. Do you think he's going to the Hall of Fame? No. Yeah, probably not. Hall of Fame football Hall of Fame is very, very hard to get into. Yeah, and Lashawn McCoy, happening. even though he's gonna be one of those guys that a whole generation remembers and talks about like all the time, mm-hmm. but he's not gonna be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's not like the Basketball Hall of Fame where, like, Ever any of us three could make the Basketball Hall of Fame today. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Chris Webber and, like, Ben Wallace are in there. They're great, both great, but, like, they, they would not be making, like, the equivalent to the NFL. <laughs> just, just put in fucking Scalabrine at this point. Like. Oh, he definitely deserves to be in there. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, no, like, it's going to be, like, a guy like Heinz Ward for us. Like, mm-hmm. he's... A guy who's going to be a legend for that team, legend. A lot of people have seen him play, but he'll never make the Hall of Fame. Like, I'm a team. Like, I, mean, I love Times War, but he's never going to make it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, so, and it's the same thing with like, Sean McCoy. I love Shane McCoy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a big pick guy. He's never going to make it. Um, anything else for headlines popped up throughout the week? You may not have mentioned. Uh, not that I can think of. All right. Let's take it over to segments. 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 All right, first up. Presented so we, by nobody. We dropped the graphic earlier today, uh, Wednesday recording this. 
So, first up, we got guys, grandiose gangs. <laughs> grandiose. Grandiose gangs. All right. So, number one, I'm just going to roll through them. Number yeah. one, Buccaneers. Okay. Number two, Chiefs. Okay. Number three, Cardinals. Okay. Number four, Rams. Number five, Packers. Number six, Bills. Number seven, Ravens. Number eight, Browns. Number nine, Chargers. And number 10, Cowboys. All right. I, I know. I think I texted you earlier. I know you're above us. Um, I think the Bills should be number one. Really? I think the Bills should be number one. I think oh, they're the best. Shit. I think they're the best team in the AL. Oh damn! A dog just hit Homer. Hey! I just won those. Oh, so yeah. it's it's time in, uh, no, but I think I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Okay. I yeah, think I, they're. I, 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 I think their loss to the Steelers was just a fluke, like win on our part. Mm-hmm. I mean, like hell, we got a fucking like punt block for a touchdown. Like the Bills should have beat us. Yeah. They yeah. should be undefeated right now, and I think they they should be number one on this list. Um, I think the Cardinals and Chargers should be pretty high. Obviously, I think the Cardinals are what, four? Cardinals are three. I think they should be higher than the Chiefs. Um, okay. And I think the Chargers should be higher, too. So, here's my rebuttals. Cardinals, I, I still think the Chiefs are a better foot. I think the Chiefs and the Buccaneers beat the Cardinals. If we're, if we're doing like a playoff Super Bowl scenario, yes. But mm-hmm. I think like right now in the regular season, the Cardinals are just playing better. Um, also, I think the Bills, yeah, they've been killing it, but they haven't been playing much talent-wise. Yeah, but... Like, they're destroying them, so I get that. But I think they're playing the Chiefs Sunday night this week. Let's see what happens there, and then we'll make a judgment. I absolutely agree with that, but the difference between beating up on bad teams and literally winning 40 nothing and, like, destroying teams like the Dolphins or whatever they beat the... Texans. I know, but they're like the like, what, uh, they beat the Dolphins pretty bad, too. Yeah, yeah, they? Like, like, they're beating up on these bad teams, but at the same time, they're, like... Fucking burying them where good teams might have like a two touchdown game, but they're fucking shutting them out and putting up 40 on them. I hear that. Like, that's insane. <laughs> Anything, Brett? Um, I, I kind of lean in favor of the Bills' number one assessment, though. I mean, their competition hasn't, be, hasn't been great. I think this Sunday night will be like the truth. Test. Yeah, it's the first test that Bills get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Chargers, I mean, I love the Chargers. I think they're a dark horse for the Super Bowl even. But I think they've been winning very close games. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Putting yeah. them on the upper echelon. Like, my top, like, the top six, I think, are Super Bowl. Like, you can bet on them and mm-hmm. it's a good odd. Um, Bucks, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Packers, Bills. Like I think those are good Super Bowl bets. Beyond that, that's where it gets dicey. And I don't have the Chargers in that upper echelon yet. Okay. Okay. So I mean, I can maybe hear moving them up to like maybe seven, mm-hmm. but I don't think any higher than that. All right. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I think I think a justification. It's justified somewhere between seven and nine. I I I would probably lean somewhere like seven or eight though, just because that front seven for them is yeah, their defense is nice. That, and I mean, it's giving some of the best quarterbacks in the leagues mm-hmm. problems throughout just the first couple mm-hmm. weeks. I mean, yeah. Dak, Derek Carr, which doesn't usually get inserted into a best quarterback conversation, but, but year, yeah. it is the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, and Derek he's Carr is slinging season right now. He's slinging. Um, anything else on that, though? Nope. All right. We have a new segment for you, though. So Ryan wants to tell us a little bit more. Um, so this is going to be in, uh, like, yin and yang, the opposite of guys, grandiose gangs. We're doing the uh, top three Wiedersteins weenies of the week. 
So I, I, I'm, I'm telling you who are the biggest weenies after, what, week four? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to start off. Do you want, do you want three to one or one to three? Uh, let's go we'll three build up. to one. Build up. Three to one yeah. to build up, okay. Biggest weenie for last. All right. Super Weenie Hut Juniors at the end. Yeah, so this is Weenie Hut General. <laughs> the Weenie Hut Juniors is number two. Then the weenie, Super Weenie Hut Juniors is number one. Uh, number three. Goes to the Texans. Yeah, fair. Um, the Texans suck. Their roster is very depleted. So, like, I, their first second, I was like, ah, I can't really put them making them a weenie. Like, it's not their fault. Their team's like, their roster is like depleted. But they are still a professional football team that got shut out and let forty points up. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck who you're playing. I know you have no one on your team. I know you're playing one of the better teams in the league with the Bills. But you have to at least put up a field goal. You can't get <laughs> shut out. 40 to nothing, and you are all professional, get paid to do this. Yeah, they get dude. paid millions of dollars, and they can't even score a field goal? This did, is like, they, did they attempt any kicks? I can't even remember. I'll, I'll look uh, right now. I don't yeah, think so. I, I don't believe Because, so. like, that means they probably didn't, unless they just went for it, but, like, that means they probably didn't even get, like, near the red zone. So that, I mean, they're starting a quarterback with two last names right now. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he's, he's, that dude is Mills bad. Mafia versus Bills Mafia. I mean, they... they should they sign someone? You, you you can get Cam Newton for a steal right now. Tom You're, Kaepernick. You get Kaepernick. Dude. Yeah, Kaepernick would play better than Davis Mills right Dude, now. Dude, Davis Mills went for 11 for 21, 87 total yards, four interceptions. Damn. Goat status. Yeah. I know. That's ridiculous. Duck Hodges would have been better. <laughs> Duck Hodges would have gotten a field goal range at least once. Yeah. Um, um, next one. Number two. Not this week, but the whole season so far, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I, I'm a Yinzer. I'm a hardcore Steelers fan. I will admit, we fucking suck. Yeah. yeah. We are so bad. Our offensive line is – I just – our note sheet is a better offensive line single piece than what we got out there today. And granted, they're all super young. It's not their fault. I think this – a lot of those guys want like Kevin Dodson, Kendrick Green. I think these guys will like be good in a couple years. you got to give them some reps. Mm-hmm. But it just sucks right now for our old hobble quarterback who can't get away from pressure, and all you get is pressure. Yeah. Uh, then you got Eric Ebron sucking up a storm. Our <laughs> receiving core can't stay healthy. Najee Harris has been a brightest spot. He's literally just a rookie yeah, running back fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Steelers suck. And our depth on defense is trash. So the Steelers suck. Uh, that's number two. Finally, my biggest win of the week, the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> uh, the Tennessee Titans not only lost to the New York Jets, they lost in overtime it. from a missed field goal by Fat Randy. And that wouldn't even get them the win. That would have got them a tie. They were going, Vrabel was going to be okay with them tying the fucking New York Jets. And they still didn't do that. And they ended up losing. That deserves the biggest weenie of the week. I'm a big fat Randy guy. I'm a big fat Randy guy. But like, honestly, maybe he was, maybe he thought it was better that they lost to the Jets instead of tying them. I think it is better. I think it's better than they lost the tie. Because when you look at your like record, and you see that tie, you're like, everybody always asks, fuck, who did they tie? So you look through all the fucking books, and you're like, oh, there's the other guy. Oh, it's the fucking, they tied the Jets? You know? Yeah, like, you have like, If you have, like, much eight worse. losses, you're like, I, I don't care. Like, they have eight losses, you know? Yeah. It's that more, was a trap. It's fucking, seven losses, one yeah. tie is its own thing. Yeah, it's it, it brings lasting. more attention to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, remember when the Steelers tied that god-awful Bengals team? 
couple years back. I thought it was the Bengals that year. No, nah, because it was the Browns were on that losing okay. streak, and then they broke it That's because they one. tied with the Steelers. Uh, week they, well, that was right, the first game after the 0-16 season. That wasn't uh, the game Antonio Brown kicked dude in the face, was it? No, no, no. That, that, I, I remember that was like the season before, two seasons before. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one was like the like Baker year. Ah, um, but yeah, so that's weird signs weenies of the week. Um, and I will actually exempt Fat Randy because I think he did better by missing that kid. So weenies of the week minus Fat Randy. The Titans minus Fat Randy. Yeah. All right. right. Um, anything else for your uh, weenies of the week? Nope, that's it. All right, let's take it over to our fifty yarders. It's me kicking the ball. Um, so who, who wants to go first here? How about we let our guest go first? I, I like that. Okay. Then like our have... guest does popcorn. That's one more thing. Afterwards. Okay. Um, my 50 yarder for the week. And I think I'm going to look, I might look stupid on this, but I hold this opinion to be true. That's the point of 50 yarder, man. The New York football jets will blow out the Atlanta Falcons Ooh. in London on Sunday. Reason why I say this, um, Jets always in meaningless games, so they, so it's kind of on their terms. Nobody's getting up at my at nine thirty in the morning to watch it. It's a very low pressure situation for rookie quarterback Zach Wilson mm-hmm. to just let loose on a not good Falcons team, no, very very not good Falcons yeah. team, and. As long as that defense can be functional, mm-hmm. then I I think they will do just fine just fine on Sunday. I hear that. The other thing is just it's hard to say Jets on a two game win streak. Number one and number two. Hey, they ended the season that way. <laughs> yeah, they lose Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'm so mad about that. Honestly, dude. I, mean, I mean, it, it panned out. Yeah, but like, it worked. It's, it's still like you know. Um, I think uh, the other thing I'm worried about is I feel like. When you're going overseas like that, I feel like veterans like kind of make it better mm-hmm. in that situation. So I feel like that gives the Falcons a slight edge. But I like that. Video. Hands raised. I disagree with what you just said. All right. I think I think when you're a rookie quarterback, you never not not played in London. But when you're an older guy like Matt Falcon, he how many times he played in London? That might be a whole he, different ballgame for him. Like once though. Maybe I feel like veterans are that, more used to usually, not playing on that crazy time change and it's like them in the traveling that far, like, you know. Yeah, they just so they just so happen to always put a team in that on on the London games that nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. It's low press, so the NFL's like here's Snickle Fritz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I really like to see like an insane game over there. Yeah, yeah, just throw Bills. And- Chiefs Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs going over there. In London. Yeah. That'd be a good guy move. I respect the NFL for that. Absolutely. Yeah, if they gave London a good game. Because they gave that, uh, remember that Mexico, Mexico City. City game with the... Rams Chiefs, was it? No, that that was one supposed to be in Mexico City, wasn't it? It was Raiders and someone. It was Raiders, no, or was it... Was it Char- Was it Chargers Chiefs that one Monday night that Filthy Phil marched them down? No, that was no. a Thursday night. Right, right. Okay. Um, and I know the Rams Chiefs. That was like a fifty to fifty game. Yeah, that was supposed to be much to say the year after this game we're thinking of, uh, okay. and it was moved because the field was destroyed. Uh, right, um, I right. think it was. I think it was like Chiefs Raiders. I want to say Raiders were in Mexico City. Yeah, I think the Raiders beat the Chiefs. 
I think it's something like that. Um, all right, you want to go with your 50 yarder? Uh, well, we have to say popcorn. Oh, uh, popcorn rye. Oh, nice. All right, my 50 yarder is a season long one. Okay. I I had one. Future. Yeah, I had one coming into this, and I thought of one when I first sat down and watched What If. I was like, you know what? This is my 50 yarder. Right. I think the Chargers are winning the AFC West. I was thinking about that one, too, but I didn't know if I want. I didn't have the balls. Yeah, so I'm going to pull up their remaining schedule. And I, was, I was literally doing this this afternoon. I was looking at both their schedules, and I was like, I just don't know, man. Like, no, dude, I 100% <laughs> on board. All right, so they have the Browns-Ravens bye week, right? So I think they can win both those get, games. I don't know about both. I think they could definitely win they at least one. Split, I, I think, think they could I think they could be both, though. Um, they have the potential, too. Bye week. Mm-hmm. Pats. I think they can beat the Pats. Yeah. It's in L.A. Uh, Eagles, Vikings, Steelers. I think they went went all three. three. I think Broncos, Bengals, Giants. Vikings might get dicey. Might be, but Broncos, Bengals, Giants. They could potentially win all those. I don't know about the the Broncos. They'll probably split with. That's a tough defense. Yeah. Well, then then they got the Chiefs. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Texas, I, Broncos, Raiders, and the yeah. And I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs because they already won. I don't think so either, but we also got to consider is what the Chargers have a game up on them already. That's mm-hmm. true. So yeah. Ch- Chiefs will constantly be playing uh, catch-up, yeah. I, I feel like. And I think the Chiefs definitely have some tough games too that you can't guarantee they're going to win out. You Packers know? and I think they play the Cardinals. Yeah, pulling up those right now. So they have the Bills. Yeah. Uh, Washington Titans, Giants, they have Packers. Raiders are playing pretty solid. The Raiders Cowboys are playing pretty solid. I don't think the Cowboys. Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. Thing is, the Cowboys don't have the defense to stop Patrick Mahomes and mm-hmm. the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, but I, I, I do think the Packers can get that win, and uh, the Bills might be able to win too. Yeah, and then I hate that one. Yeah, I mean it's All a fifty-yarder right. for a reason. It's not supposed to be chalk pick. All right, I love this one. This is my fifty-yarder. It's a future one as well. Okay. Cordell Patterson will win the Comeback Player of the Year. Okay. All right, so his rushing yards currently are 119, reception yards 235, and he has five touchdowns on the year. Okay. All right. His highest in an entire season was for rushing 232 last year with the Bears, for receiving 469 in 2013 with the Vikings, and in that year he also had seven touchdowns, which was his highest on the year. In 2013 with the Vikings as well. Yeah. So he is going to be shattering, at this pace, his records. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only thing I would go against it, I was going to say that I looked down and Brett already has him queued up. So I'll let Brett do it because I'm the group. Yeah. Um, there's only one person I think stands in the way of that. Dak Prescott. A man yes, by the name of Rain Dakota Prescott. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's already at 10 touchdowns, two picks. I put, I put best quarterback should. Right <laughs> Because sure. they'll favor okay. the quarterback, but well, yeah, I, I think give the Cordell Patterson. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be uh, that'd be sweet. Like, you know I feel like I mean? Cordell Patterson was underappreciated for most of his career. Now he's just balling. I think the That's NFL real. just needs to buckle down and say, "All right, we're gonna have all our same awards, but we're gonna have quarterback separate awards." Yes, you know what I mean. I like that. Like we're gonna have the quarterback MVP. We're gonna have the comeback quarterback MVP, and then we'll have our regular, you know, a defensive quarterback. <laughs> defensive. For- for every quarterback who uh, throws interceptions and gets a tackle afterwards, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like with the quarterback and like the quarterback it's MVP so and comeback player of the year, like 
Um, Rain Dakota Prescott, the son of Peggy and Nathaniel Prescott, he is on pace <laughs> to shatter his record. I don't, I don't know why. Grandchild of Dorothy. I hate when it's like because of an injury. You know yeah. what I mean? That it usually is. Though. Which like I, like I get it. You know, it's that feel good story. You know, it's the thing you want to tell. But like, I think it should be literally like you stunk and now you came back. Like you fucking killed. Well, which well, isn't that? Then Julius Randle win it in the NBA like that because because he sucked. Yeah, most improved. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I consider it, like, thing. most improved, you know? Yeah. I thought so. comeback was, like, you come back from an injury. Well, most improved is just, like, your ass, and then you're good. Yeah, no, but I think I think it's not best player to come off an injury. I think it yeah. could be a comeback from, like, a shitty year. Yeah. That's true. Like, I, think, like, I feel like if you look in the past, not all people came off injury. Yeah, and, like, for the most part, I mean, most people that come, like, off an injury, they come back usually fine. Yeah, for the most part, like, like they come back with the same kind of skill set that they have. Before. Ryan Tannehill got comeback player, and he wasn't like 100 percent hurt. He was like benched after he was hurt in, uh, in Miami, and then he got traded, and he's like went off. Yeah, and like he wasn't even starting for the Titans at the time. I think mm-hmm. Mariota was. That's true. So he won, and it was technically off an injury, but the injury happened years ago. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys know Dak Prescott was born in Sulphur, Louisiana? Oh. <laughs> the body. <laughs> Mississippi State. <laughs> All right. Anything else for segments? No, pick them. All right. Let's take it over to the week five. Dude, this podcast pick-ems. is so long right now. It's so long. <laughs> All right. So we're going to lead it off. You got the games pulled up? <laughs> I want It'll take two seconds. I had the games pulled up whenever I was doing my 50. Well, I know the Thursday night matchup. Uh, so we have the Seahawks dude, versus the stay Rams. Stay dude. It's my turn. The Seahawks versus the Rams. Okay. I know I have them up, dude. Uh, I was telling you. I just had to get my phone yeah. out of my pocket. Everyone's taking my parts and putting laptops in my face. <laughs> All right. Thursday night game. We have the Rams in Seattle versus the Seahawks. The Rams are favored by two and a half. Uh, so what we'll do with Brett here, Guy and Mule Jordan will pick them, and then Brett's going to be like, who he sides with in this pick. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Rams. Rams. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree on the Rams. All right. Bounce back game for the Rams. From London, we got the Jets versus the Falcons. The Falcons are favored by three. 9.30 a.m., um, you blokes. Yeah, yeah. Keep Take note of the 9.30 fantasy owners. Yes, sir. That'll, that'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um... Are we gonna hit the crack? I mean, okay, it's either hit the crack or bet on the Jets. <laughs> so it's like crack or heroin. <laughs> I think I'm gonna crack. I'm gonna be energized. I think I'm gonna crack. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with meter. I'm gonna take the Jets. Yeah, I got. I I gotta reach for the heroin on this one. I think yeah. that that this I hate needles. I'm terrified needles. Yeah, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have. Uh, I but, same time, I've been off the crack for so long. Yeah, you're gonna get back on, dude. They're gonna win. It. You're gonna be like, they're gonna oh, win. Man. I'm gonna be like overly confident because I picked pull- them. I, I'm gonna find out who they play after that. Yeah, no, dude. I so Brett last season, I just kept, or even the season before, I just kept going on the Jets and the Falcons, even though I should never have. And I kept saying like, it's like getting crack. It's like they, I do it, I pick them. They play. They disappoint me. My life's ruined. And then <laughs> next week, I'm like, oh, but they're playing the Eagles. <laughs> like, that's what keep doing it. 
<laughs> so so this year I so far I've not picked the Falcons. They have they play the Dolphins next week. Yeah. Dude, that's a that's a crack <laughs> game. Crack game. They're, they're gonna beat the Jets and I'm getting high up and I'm gonna pick them against the Dolphins and they're gonna lose. <laughs> oh yeah, you were you were <laughs> I'm on the crack again. Flirt with disaster here. <laughs> Alright, well let's move on to the one o'clock games. Just get this one out of the way. I usually I take this for last. But we are going uh Broncos versus the Pittsburgh Stellars. Uh, the game obviously will be in Pittsburgh and Heinz Field at one o'clock. The, the Steelers are favored. It's because Teddy Bongwater's out. One point. It's a pick em. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Broncos, man. I mean, the fucking the defense of the Broncos is insane. It's gonna shred our line. Ben's gonna be probably he's gonna definitely get hurt if he does play this game. And if Haskins is in, I just don't know if he's going to have enough time with the first team to get acclimated uh, and ready for, like, an actual, like, mm-hmm. regular season NFL start. So I'll take the Broncos. Um, I'm going Stillers. Because uh, I'm going Broncos? Well, one is, is kind of a uh, pickup. But, no, yeah. One, because the curse, Josh Kent's curse will live on. Uh, and, two, I think if Ben is hurt, Brett, Brett, uh, Bridgewater's hurt, I'd rather take us at home with our defense with, like, Haskins or Mason versus Drew Locke in their defense. Because essentially it's going to be a defensive battle. This is going to be the over-under is 39 and a half. And I'm going to take that under. <laughs> like, I think it's going to be a good, yeah, like, a, like, a 7 to 10 game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think we're going to get a walk-off field goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be 7-7 seven, seven in the first quarter, and we're yeah, going to win at the last, in the fourth quarter of the field goal. It's going to come down to the running games for both teams. Exactly. Melvin and I, Gordon and fucking... Uh, Najee. Najee. Yeah, yeah, so I, I think you can go either way with this, but I... Regardless, I'm, I'm going to go Steelers. I'm just going to go hometown here. Fair enough. E-West Coast team coming east. I, I always love betting those games. Mm-hmm. Um, anything? Right. Who are you picking? Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos. That that Steelers offensive line is effectively five parking cones. And I think the <laughs> hey, Broncos are going to eat it One up. parking chair. One, yeah, five, yeah <laughs> parking chairs. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it. It's fine. They're, weenie, they're my weenies. That's how I go with my boys. Um, next one o'clock game, you have the Saints from D.C. Uh, the Saints are favored over the Washington football team by two points. Hmm. I think I'm going to go Saints here. Um, even though I think the Washington football team should win there at home, but that defense is so unreliable this year, I can't trust them. Yeah, I almost feel like Jameis is going to have a good game this, this one. Yeah, I think so too. The Saints as well. Okay. I disagree with both of you. I think that the I think Taylor Heineke is going to shoot him out of the place. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, all right, and if they don't, you have to run around naked. Bet. Right. <laughs> the whole season's worth of pick is one pick. Um, next game, Packers from Cincinnati. Fred's only three in favor of the Packers. That's so weird. That's the Packers, so weird. I think, are going to destroy them. I think that's, I think that's like the, the, the expected pick, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the Bengals will cover. Yeah. Um, it's in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, I'm going Packers. I'm not going to not go Packers here. Yeah, it boils down to the Packers defense, just stopping Jamar Chase. I think Joe Mixon's, like, dealing with an injury. He's been, like, out last week, I think, and he's, like, struggling, like... So, I I think it just comes down to the Packers secondary, just trying to stop Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd, that two tandem they got going on. Um, As long as they can get some pressure on Burrow, I think the Packers should be able to win some. I am going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. You're crazy. Um, crazy, good thing he's not. crazy, crazy. Perhaps I'm gonna put in the middle your differences between both of us. Okay, just for our records. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think that the Bengals' offense will be able to get things moving, even in spite of Mixon being out. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they have some weapons. Um, can spread the Packers out a little bit. Um, ultimate question is going to be: Can they keep Joe Burrow alive? <laughs> like, like any, yeah, true. Like, like they're able to open it up as long as he ain't getting killed. The sad thing is, he's usually getting, getting killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, barring what I think will be a good, or with that in mind, a good offensive line day from the Bengals will lead to a victory. I second your thoughts. All right, next game. The Detroit-style game of the week. We Ooh. have the Lions visiting the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are favored by nine. It is your week to pick it. By nine. Yes, sir. Um, Dalvin Cook's playing, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm actually, I th- I'm pretty sure. I'll go... Oh. I'll go 14. Dalvin Cook's uh, questionable, but it's like, still going to probably play. I'm going to go 14. 14. Yeah, minus 14. It's a good number. It's a good number. What, you just made a spread of minus 14 on this? Yeah, for the Vikings. I'll take the over on that. You'll take the over? All right, so minus 15. Um, so I imagine you guys are both picking the Vikings to win. Yeah, so what yeah. we do is yeah. well, we, we uh, every year we pick a really shitty team. And, and we, we take do throughout the year. We take we because we realize most of the games are going to be against them. So to make it a little interesting, we throw a bonus point in by whoever gets the spread closest. And then somewhere like halfway through the first year, do we realized okay, so whoever goes second just box the other one out. So now what we do is we alternate, <laughs> and like guy will say a number, and I'll either say this they're going to be higher or lower than that. The difference. Okay. So yeah. he said they, he put the spread at 14. I said 15. So if it's over 14, I get the bonus point. If it's under 14, he gets the bonus point. We're um, at 14. Yeah, we're at 14. I'm just going to throw one in for shits and gigs. Yeah. I would I would go under. I think the spread on it's going to be about nine. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. That's well, what Vegas said. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm, I'm going to take what Vegas said. I think, I think the Vikings will win by nine points. Shit. Well, look, great minds think alike, right? <laughs> I mean, I also said nine. He's like, yeah. dude, nine. It's not like great minds think alike. You're, you're basically claiming your Vegas. I am. <laughs> There's playoff baseball on right now. <laughs> you know what, you know what spread? I think I'm going to go out on a limb on the spread. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. All right, next game. Titans versus Jaguars in Jacksonville. I mean, Titans. Titans. Right? I mean, they have to. Unless if they lose this, so did you see from practice? This is the most disappointing thing I've seen in a long time. Did you see what happened in practice today for Jacksonville? Very funny. What? They broke the huddle down on grind. Like the, the players, like they, you know, it's like one, two, three, like team, one, grind. two, three. Is it grind? That's and they all started laughing because they originally said grind. Cause it sounds just like a normal like let's grind team. Yeah, they said grind Meyer. and they start laughing. The law players have the team start laughing. This is Urban Meyer. Yeah, they got to pay uh, pay homage to disturbing Urban. Yeah, dude, it's so <laughs> funny. Oh, I'm alright, Titans up. Yeah, yeah, that's Titans. I don't think I'm not gonna pick the Jags until they show me that I should pick the Jags. Next game, Eagles at Panthers. I think Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. is playing. Really? Because. Oh. Uh, Chubba Hubbard Got projections hurt. went way down. Uh, okay. And he's not hurt. Huh. I'm looking right now. Yeah, pull that up. That's a, that's a big factor. He is pra- full on practicing. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it still might get last second pulled, but he's listed as questionable. But a lot of reporters are thinking he's going to play. All right. Um, I'm going to go with. Hmm. I mean, the Eagles are just like a little trash bag right now. Now they did put up 30 points on the Chiefs, but I'm going to go Panthers. Sam Darnold's been looking good. How many differences they got so far? We have three with a bonus point. I'm I'm gonna go Eagles. I think they're gonna. I think the Panthers. Uh, do I want to? Damn, because I don't know. Because if Chris McCaffrey plays, I think the Panthers. That's a huge factor, and I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit on that. And I think I think honestly, it'll be close without McCaffrey. And I think with McCaffrey, it's kind of a lock. Because, like, I think, like, Miles Sanders is dinged up. Isn't Devontae Smith dinged up a little bit, too? Yeah. And, like, Jalen Hurts, I mean, I thought he was going to be so, like, not great, but, like, I thought he was going to be, like, a pretty solid starting quarterback this year, and he's just not doing much. Is it at Philly? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, definitely, then. Definitely Carolina. I'll go Eagles. Fuck it. All right. I'm going to go Carolina. Yeah. See, you got to take risks like this when I have a safe lead. This could be a, one of those yeah. picks that just keep piling it on. Yeah. So I got to go for it. Uh, next game is Dolphins at Bucks. The Bucks are favored by 10. Uh, all right, next game. <laughs> uh, Bucks? Yeah. All right. The next, last 1 o'clock game, you got the Pats in Houston versus the Texans. Pats are favored by 8.5. I think the Texan, Texans will cover, but I'm going to go with Patriots. I'm going to Pats. I think they'll destroy them. Yeah, it'll. It'll be the Pats, but I also want to insert into the mix. I might take the Dolphins this week. Really? Really? I mean, if you just might turn away from meter. I mean, it's the it's the classic master versus apprentice. You know, Brady versus his once call once underling Jacoby Brissett. You know, something to prove. Um, the Dolphins all. The if Dolphins, it was Jimmy G, I'd give you more props on this. But like, no, no, I mean, I'm making that argument facetiously. But yeah. the, but for real though, like the Dolphins have looked half decent this year, and if there's one, is it in Miami? It is not. No, then definitely not. <laughs> eh, I don't think the Dolphins are prob- cover. It probably won't happen. But like, I'll pick it just for shits and gigs. All right, yeah, no, no more, no more arguing for it because that's just being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Browns in LA versus the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by one and a half. That's I feel like that's crazy, but I guess I'm going Chargers. You're going Chargers. I'm going Chargers. Hmm. This is tough, man. Oh. He's gonna get Browns. So who do you think? No, I'm gonna go Chargers. Oh, I'm also going to go Chargers. All right. Next game: Bears in Vegas versus the Raiders. The Raiders are favored by five and a half. The Raiders. Is that your pick? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going Raiders as well. They'll, they'll have a little bounce back. I, I mean, I think the Bears are a, a sneaky good team, but they're not. Well, game. not without David Montgomery. Like, yeah. that's that's the yeah. heart and soul of the team. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no way they're winning this game. Mm-hmm. If they do, it might, it'll be Justin Fields coming out party or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Next game, 425, 49ers in Arizona versus the Cardinals. Cardinals are favored by five and a half. Divisional matchup. Cards. I like the 49ers here, but I'm going to pick the uh, Cards. Yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals as well. I'm going 49ers. I mean, let's not forget that 
only up until this past summer, Arizona's home field was San Francisco's home field. That's true. So the, you know what? I'm, I'm putting 49ers. That does that does d- dilute the home field advantage a little bit. I just despite them not having fans. Debo Samuel's balling out. He's a leading, league leading receiver right now. Um, the Cardinals, like they did the shit last year. They were balling out at the beginning of the year, and then there was a fucking moment where it just went to shit. And then I, it's divisional. Like it'll get weird. I'm going 49ers on this. Trey Lance coming out party. I, I think if this was in uh, San Fran, I'd agree, but no. Kyler Murray's going to win MVP. All right. Uh, next one. The last 425 game, we have the Giants in Dallas versus Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by seven. Let's say it with me now, everyone. Cowboys. 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 All right. Sunday night game, we have the Bills in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. Chiefs are two and a half point favorites. I, even though I'm saying oh, those are the best team in AFC, I'm going Chiefs here. Yeah, me too. Because I think that's the more logical move here. But I think the Bills could easily win this game. Easily. If, if I wasn't being bold already with the Philly and Panthers, I'd be picking Bills right now. If the but Bills, since I want to risk on the first one, I, I got to chalk in this one. If the Bills win this game, Chiefs are in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm betting on the Bills. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not picking them in this. So, I am actually going to pick them in this for a litany of reasons. Uh, number one, the defense, the Chiefs' pass defense, not great. I mean, Awful. I mean, for God's sakes, you're, let, you're letting Jalen Hurts hang 30 on you. You know, you're <laughs> like, things are not going great for that defense right now. And I They've think they will get... Problem, though. Right, but it's even worse this year than Fair, true. even in the past couple, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that they're going to get exposed on national television. And that that Bills defense isn't a defense you just throw all over. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna lock that they're gonna have Tyree Kill blanketed the whole game. It, unless you're expecting a an, unless you're expecting a record day from Nicole Hardman, it's not gonna happen. Is Hardman still on the team? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping for a big uh, Stefan Diggs uh, revival tour here. Absolutely. I need it. I need it. All right. Finally, the last game, Monday night game. We have the Colts in Baltimore versus the Ravens. The Ravens are Revenge game. seven point favorites. Revenge Yes, because uh, get it because the Colts Baltimore. Baltimore. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Um the Ravens have to win. They have to keep the shit out of them for fucking having the Mayflower take them away. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens in this. Um, <laughs> if the Colts didn't win last week, I'd probably go with the Colts. But they, but won. they, they won. won, and I just – I don't trust this team, this Colts team. You're going Ravens too, I'm assuming? Yes, sir. Peter? Yeah, I'm going to go Ravens too. This this Colts team, I had faith in them at the beginning of the year, but yeah. Carson Wentz has been disappointing, mm-hmm. um, and with exception to Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor, this team has been – Kind of horseshit. You know what's crazy? They still have Marlon Mack. They're trading him. That's like, true. It's, they still have Marlon Mack. Dude, I remember two years ago, Marlon Mack he was, was a hot commodity. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. So, on the week, we have uh, one, two, three, four, five differences. You have the Falcons. I have the Jets. You have the Steelers. I have the Broncos. I have the Vikings minus 14. You have the over on that. You have the Eagles. I have the Panthers. And you have the Cardinals. I have the 49ers. All I'm worried about is the 49ers. All right. I think I'm, so, I'm thinking I'm looking good. All right. Well, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? 
All right, and let's kick it into some pop culture. Leading off, so we got some movie reviews for you guys. Uh, we both got a chance to see Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. All three of us did. Hey, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what do we think? What do we think? Um, I think Brett should start off the review. <laughs> <laughs> so, fu- so, funny story about when me, Ryan, and our buddy Josh uh, went to go see the Venom movie. I come out, we all come out of the theater, and I go, guys, the movie fucking sucked. And they're like, what are you talking about? It was great. I was like, I was like, they didn't explain anything. I didn't know the backstory. I didn't know the plot. And they're like, well, yeah, because this was the sequel. And I'm like, I'm like, well, this shit didn't say Venom 2. It just said Venom. Like, it should be Venom 2. But um, if, if you watched it, if you watched Venom 1, you would probably very much enjoy this movie. Yeah. So um, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I think it was good enough to get a stamp of approval, and that's about it. That that's what I meant. I was like, it's great, but for me, by saying it's great, it wasn't like the world's best movie. Yeah, but it yeah. was one. If you like superhero movies, I would recommend. If you saw Venom one, but yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I also am a big fan. I'm a big believer of that. It the after credits was worth the price of the mission. Exactly. Exactly. The after credit scene was 100 percent worth the price. of the Yeah. Mission. Oh, with I, Marvel, a thousand percent. I gave it a six point two. Yeah, I would probably give it. I'd probably give it like a six, eight, six, nine, ten. Mm. But with that, I think it takes it like a seven to two. But uh, do we go spoilers for? I mean, the only thing. I mean, there's not really much for the movie. So I mean, the plot itself of the movie is just like, all right, this guy's a serial killer. He got venom. Yeah, you can see the what happens in the plot in the trailer. Yeah, it was one of those movies. Uh, I thought it was great, could okay though. I thought. Venom, I love the Venom Eddie scenes. Yeah. I love when he was coming out to the of the closet at the rave. Yeah, that was yeah. about, yeah. Um, so post-credits scene. So it goes, yeah. it, you know, fades black, and then we see Venom saying that he's, like, this ancient symbiote that has knowledge of, like, essentially the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And that he uh, warps Eddie into, like, a luau-like resort, and fucking on the TV pops the J. Jonah Jameson... Uh, breaking down Spider-Man's Peter Parker thing from uh, Far From Home. I don't think he's the one who did it. You don't think? No. You think it was the break in the multiverse? From I, the I, think whatever, I think whatever's bringing it over Alpha Marine Lean and all of them, too, I think it's just like a, a Stephen Strange thing. Because because whenever they transport Venom, says something like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like he had like a climb like that. Did he? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he did. It's like, it like Eddie Brock's like, did you do this? Like, I don't know. But like he sees Spider Man on TV, yeah, licks him. Like it's that they're gonna incorporate him with horny the, with the fucking Tom Holland Spider Man. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for it. I not, can't wait. Not for much it. there. It's post like you said, the post credit scene made the movie. Anything else from Venom two though? No, but Marvel related. I've always had this idea for um, a Doctor Strange movie where he like goes crazy, goes out on the limb, and they all have to like catch him or something, and it's called Taming Strange. <laughs> That's fine. That's good. <laughs> Comedy. Comedy. Uh, I'll be here all week. <laughs> uh, you're such a grunge. Um, next up, though, The Many Saints of Newark, The Sopranos prequel. So, Ryan, you're obviously an avid Sopranos fan. You've been for many years. I just got into the word. A lot of people just recently got into it. Yeah, I just, I just got into it for the sake of the movie, and I loved it. Um, I wanted to hear your thoughts first. Um, so, I... It wasn't like Sopranos level good. Yeah. I but it was good for being a prequel to like one of the best TV shows ever. You know, mm-hmm. I really liked. I thought the plot of it was great. 
Yeah. I thought the twist at the end with Junior. Yeah. Being the one. That was pretty sweet. Like, because you thought the whole time it was going to be like the, the Black Gang. Yeah. Like, yeah. Harold, I think Harold, his name was. Yeah. And I think it was one of his, wasn't it him? Or one of his, like, crew from that, that shop? Because I don't, he dies, doesn't he? Harold, another way? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought it was, like, one of his, like, people thinking it was the Italians or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't do it. That might have been it. Junior might just organize the hit on the other people. Yeah. I don't know. But the fact that Junior's behind all of it was great. All because he fell on the steps and did laugh. <laughs> he laughed at and him. And could, he couldn't fuck for, like, what, three months? Yeah, that was so fucking funny. It's so Junior. It that guy perfect. killed it as Junior Soprano. It's Darren Cross. It's a, well, oh, that's Darren. It's Yellow Jacket. Yeah, wow, it's Yellow Jacket. blew my mind. Yeah. He did good. He did good. You know, um, I, I thought he was a great spot. Yeah. Um, I, I I thought Michael Gandafini did all right. I yeah. mean, he did a really good job, but I felt like it was same thing. I'll say the same thing, but this is way worse for Silvio. That actor was too hard, trying too hard to do an impression. Yeah. Of Silvio, exactly. where he wasn't acting, he was like doing the whole like yeah. over the top impression. Like, oh. I thought the, <laughs> I thought the actor did, who was Paulie. Who he was good. He, he was in something, too. Yeah, he was. I, I don't remember what. Um, I can fact check it. But he did a great job of playing Paulie. Um, Pussy, obviously. That was hilarious. Yeah. I, the one that I loved, saw the scene in the trailer, but like it was still funny. It was him talking to the priest name's Pussy. No, father, it's not what you think. Uh, no, I did also love how Silvio was bold and being in the movie, and then you see him get the wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Billy Magnuson. Yeah, but he's in something. He was in the big shorts. Uh, he's going to be in No Time to Die. Yeah. Well, um, he was also in Aladdin. That's what I'm thinking. Um, um, Game Night. No. Black Mirror. Maybe. Um, I don't know what you would know. I don't know. I'll, I'll go through and do yeah. it, too. But, uh, all right. But do you have anything you want to add to it? I, like I said, I thought it was good. I did think it was good as Sopranos, but I thought it was really good. I like the movie a lot. I think Michael Galafini's uh, portrayal of Tony Soprano was good. Yeah, oh, that's um, what I, I didn't finish my sentence about that. I thought it was good, but at times I thought he was doing too much of a good impression as well. Well, I heard like when they were filming, he was getting so into like being, his t- dad. being Tony yeah. that the director uh, was like, "Hey, like he's not that guy yet. Like yeah. you got to dial it back a little bit." Yeah. So I think they're planning. Uh, there's rumors that they're planning on making a sequel to the prequel, which <laughs> will be more of like. More of like the card game that Tony like uh, set up the sting operation for and shit. Like mm-hmm. him like rising to the point that we see at the beginning of Sopranos. So if they do that, I think he could be great in that role. Um, I think uh, the only thing that I didn't like was, and I don't know if this is a thing we knew in the show. I might not, I might have missed that, but uh, Ray Liotta playing the twin bro- like the twin thing. That was weird. Yeah, that was so weird to me. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, come on. Like, we really had to get Rayleigh a little for fucking two roles in this movie. Like, that we had to make twins, well, you know? Joey said that he but they, they, had, they mentioned it before. They have mentioned it. I don't know why they would, though. I don't remember his, Dickie Moltisanti, Christopher's grandpaps, yeah. and great-uncle ever being mentioned. But I think Joey mm-hmm. mentioned, oh, I think they did say there's twins in that family. And I love how it opened up with Chris from the dead. It's, it zooms in on the tombstones. Who was the first tombstone that was? It was the female voice. Was I, that? I don't. I don't remember. I don't know if it was Adriana or if it was like one of Tony's uh, Gumars or anything like that. Yeah. But like when they got to Chris and they showed this fucking like picture on the headstone and it was like you know this is the story of Tony's Prano and all that shit and like even like interjecting the story like Tony like this this Tony I don't even know this guy's a pussy 
And then, like, at the end, like, Tony, that's the guy I went to hell for. Like, just yeah. such sick lines in the whole movie that I loved. Uh, I like this a lot better than Venom 2. I'd say, like, 7, 9, or 8 for me. I would say 7, 6. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Did you see it? I did not, but I'm really excited to see it because one of my favorite comedians, Joey Diaz, uh, plays Buddha in... Cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So yeah, I've been I've been looking forward to this. Um, I'll be seeing it maybe tomorrow. Oh shit, we just spoiled shit for you. He definitely was not paying attention. Where <laughs> nah, meter has nah, a, meter has a back okay, is ADHD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 there there, there so was. I didn't realize you'd see it. <laughs> no, I, I figured he didn't. I just figured he also wasn't paying attention. I yeah. wasn't. No, because he was on his computer, he was watching the game. I, I knew he was paying attention. <laughs> um. <laughs> Only thing else I had, though, I mean, No Time to Die drops on Friday. You can't wait for that? Yeah, so that'll be good. Um, anything, anything for movies you want to toss in, though? Uh, no. I think I'm going to try to see No Time to Die this weekend. I think that's the goal. I would like to, but I don't think I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might be able to have my not depends. But, all right, let's take it over to TV. Leading off the finale of What If, Episode 9. Uh, Ryan and I got a chance to see it before the uh, episode, so what, what do we think? I mean, I thought it was a good episode. There's not, mm-hmm. I mean, all the plot questions and talking points we could have said about this episode we probably said last week. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really cool scene, the, the Gardens of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very smart idea. Pretty cool scene. Doctor Strange sacrificed himself after forcing Harry Stark to in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kind of like somebody gathers the Infinity Gauntlets and it's like, all right, find a guy with a goatee and sacrifice him and you win. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, pretty much it. It's golden rule. Um, I like how they incorporated the plan to like the plan with Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye, and brought it into this. Well. Yeah. Essentially, the Watcher was like, "I just need distractions." Mm-hmm. He got Earth's mightiest distractions, and was like, "All right, we're gonna put him on this world, and then Black Widow's gonna save the day." Yeah. No. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's great. Actually, look at it that way; it's actually way better. Yeah, and then Killmonger kind of playing double agent at the end, trying to take the Infinity Stone and for himself, uh, and Zola, Zola which yeah. we we expected Zola would. So, yeah. like, Killmonger, I mean, that was, like, toss of a coin. Thing. Well, I kind of, I mean, now looking back, I mean, that's his whole character in Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. It was, he, he had the right intention where it's, like, help I want to help better everyone who, like, all, like, my people, your people, Thor, this, everyone, people, Gamora, but, um, I'm just going to be extreme with it. That's exactly what happened with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He wanted to give, uh, people in the lower classes, the inner cities, a chance to fight back. Yeah. And he, that's just, like, an extreme way to do it. <laughs> So, like, um, that goes, that, that parallels with this character. Yeah. Overall, it was good. It was a good, uh, good season for What If. Yeah. So, probably going to be doing more. There's rumors they'll be following the storylines of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like they should just kind of do new stories each year. But, that's just me. I honestly happened to the zombie world. Obviously, we saw zombie black. Uh, yeah, that was one point part two. Because yeah. I was like, are they going to incorporate the zombie thing? Or are they just going to kind of be like, ah, oh, we wanted to do that. We did it. It's done. Yeah, you know, but I love how they brought that portal in and all the zombies came crashing. I thought it was going to be Zombie Hulk because we don't know having a Hulk in that universe yeah, yet. Yeah, um, But I think they can go back to next season. Mm-hmm. Still. <clears throat> um, anything anything, else? anything um, else? I don't know. I saw the fin- the, <laughs> the finale with you guys. That was the first time I watched the show. I don't know. A lot of a lot of interesting stuff going on. Nice. Brit- British Captain America. That was, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Captain Captain Carter. Um, 
Evil Doctor Strange. The Butch, the, the after credit team. Yeah. See, Evil, yeah, e- yeah, evil yeah. Doctor Strange. See, they're already playing into my narrative. I didn't, I didn't even tell them. I better go patent this like, tonight. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Um, all right, next up, uh, so Game of Thrones. Wait, after credits didn't suck. That's all. Oh, yeah, that's it. Didn't suck. It just, I thought it was a bit more climactic than those. Mm-hmm. It's weird yeah. when it's cartoons. Next, yeah. next thing, though, the uh, Game of Thrones House of Dragon dropped the teaser for the uh, show coming out. Um, I don't think they dropped the release date, if I remember correctly. But Ooh. thoughts on it? I think it looks okay. I, I think I just think, don't think there was that much actually to see in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. It's just more of like, oh, these are what the characters are going to look like. This is what the set's going to look like. Yeah. Cool to see this, all the, the Iron Throne covered around in swords. Yeah. Like, yeah. like not just the swords and the throne, like everything around. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, it's not really like, they didn't dive anything into the plot. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's going to be like the uh, fall of old Valyria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah. be like that stuff. But, uh, I mean, I, it's going to be sweet. Worth a watch for sure. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the trailer for it, like, in one of those, like, 2.30 in the morning internet rabbit holes that, like, you don't quite remember even what yeah, you looked at the next day. Yeah. But I remember it being, like, cool, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, and then next up, Squid Games is just blowing up social media. I'm going to have to check out the show at some point. Just forcing my hand, you know, that's how the internet does things. See, usually when shows like this, I love just not watching it. Yeah. Like, fuck that, I'm not going to watch it. Be a different one. But this one seems really cool. Yeah. And then, like, it's just blowing up on everything, dude. Like, it's one of those shows. Um, so I'll probably check that out soon. And then, apparently, Rick and Morty's going to be dropping a Halloween special. It's going to be a horror anime short that will air on October 10th at 11 p.m. So. My- Rick and Morty. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Uh, oh. I have something for TV, but you can go. Uh, uh, I was just... I was just going to say, like, really? They're doing, like, yeah. a Halloween special? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big Rick and Morty guy. But it's one of those things where, like, I don't think, like, I don't think it's bad. I think it's the fans that make it. Yeah, I mean, revealing, I, I think like, it's not going to be related to, like, anything canon. It's just going to be a little, like, oh, that might be Rick and Morty, like, you know, it's going to be, like, a horror anime, it says. So uh, I'm thinking it'll be, like, a 15-minute thing, like a Robot Chicken type episode. That could be cool. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm expecting, at least. Um, what do you got for TV? Because that's uh, all I have. A Peacemaker. They dropped the whole teaser. Oh, they did? Of the show, yeah. I mean, it's just literally just like the people you saw working for Amanda Waller. Is that her name? Yeah, Amanda Waller. Uh, you know, like the people who, like, uh, like, knock her out. Like, that, that group of people in the control room. Uh, you remember seeing that Suicide Squad movie, right? Yeah, yeah. At the end. Anyway, it's those people, and... They, you see, John. They're at a diner waiting for John Cena because they're run by a mission for him. Mm-hmm. You see him pulling up his uh, sidekick pet eagles in the back of the car. <laughs> he comes out in his full uniform, goes into like his Applebee, sits down with them. They're like, "What the fuck are you wearing, dude?" Like Rosen, like, like, why do you have an eagle in the car? And he's like, "That's my sidekick eaglet." <laughs> it's like, what? It's like calling your like dog dog. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny clip. It's more of like. It's by teaser, it's literally like Dave's roast strong scene as Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck you, freedom. It's great. It's a 30 second clip, you gotta check it out. Yeah. Alright, um, let's take it over to music. So we got jams for this week. Um, like always, I'll have a bunch of options for you, Ronnie. You just picked Jam of the Week. Um, so we'll start off with the lesser known ones. Uh, this one, just from Venom 2. The end credit scene. I do like this. Yeah, last one standing Skylar Gray, Polo G, Mozzie, and Eminem. Just the vocals. The vocals yeah. great. And it gets into it. It's good. It's good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. 
Uh, then, Really Want to Dance with You by New Rules. Stop the uplift in high tempo. Yeah, I can see dancing around in the car, driving to that yeah, on like a sunny day. That sounds fun. Yeah. Then I got Neiman Marcus, uh, parentheses Hollywood, by Porsche Bet, money sign. Then I got uh, Promises by Diplo, Paul Wolford, and Karen Lomax. Just EDM. Um, then next up, See You Later by Arizona Zervais. This could be Jam of the Week territory. It's only two minute song. Damn. Damn. Green like alligator. <laughs> um, all right, and then your jam of the week options. I'm gonna put this in here for you. Um, finish line, Elton John, Stevie Wonder. I saw this on the list and I was like, I mean, I'm going to love this. Just classic vibes, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, I do. Um, then I got uh, Poke It Out by Wale, Cool and Dre, and J. Cool. Then I got uh, Hurricane by Cheat Codes, Gray, and Tyson Ritter. Very Cheat Codes vibes. Not bad. I really love that song, but uh, I'll leave you to it. Uh, you got finish line out in John, poke it out Wale, see you later Arizona's race, and uh, Hurricane Cheat Codes. What are we going with? Me to go finish line. I'm a sucker for Elton John, absolutely. Yes, sir. <laughs> finish line, Elton John, Stevie Wonder, your jam of the week. Uh, real quick, I won that other song. Oh yeah, what you got? What you got? I only listened to this a little bit. I like the clip I heard better than I did the first time I listened to it. But uh, Tame Impala with uh, Little Yachty. 
Really? Breathe Deeper Remix. So are these all songs that just came out this week? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyways, this is very good Tame Impala vibes. We're just a little yachty on it. So, I'll let you guys go listen to her. You don't have to like listen to her now. You can oh, go. shit. This dropped today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the list, too. Yeah, so if you want to go check that out, that song, too. I don't, I don't think it's jam of the week. I think all three jams are better than that, but I do like the vibes a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, another week in the books. Thank you to Brett Meter for coming on, doing your MLB review and everything else. Uh, Guy, Brian, uh, Meter, uh, Derry J, uh, Koozies. 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 Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Cold I did beer, sports. warm hands, seven bucks. Yes, sir. Um, all right, two chains line of the week. I'm on my wave like a cruise ship, in that hoe mouth like a toothpick. That's it? That's a step? Yeah. It's good. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on what song that is. It just came out, I think, <laughs> like recently. Yeah, no, I've heard that yeah, line. I forgot, I forgot what it is, too. All right, I'll see you guys. All right, peace out. Bye. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet when the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Baby, you could've been my lady Making me all hazy Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're